0: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Live! Live from the Toad Hop Network studios in
1: Hollywood. This, this is the Toadhopnetwork.com.
0: The best in the world. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.
2: The Craig Shoemaker Show with Craig Shoemaker, Sarah Sweet, and Joel Geist.
0: Adam
1: Kroll, C. Thomas Howell, Kevin Krona is with us from Mario Speedwagon, Ed Begley Jr., Alonzo Bowden, Grant Shaw, Tom Amandis, Ryan Phelps, Jill Whelan, Chris Harrison's <laughs> here today, Tom Bergeron, <laughs> Dr. Drew, hey. Rondell Sheridan. Hi, it's Craig Shoemaker Show. Who's this? Yeah, I'm Jeff. I hear, We are men. We are men. <laughs> we fart. We fart again. <laughs> we pee, we
3: poop, we burp and... <laughs>
4: You're laughing it off with The Craig Shoemaker Show. Don't forget to visit our website, CraigShoemakerShow.com.
1: i <laughs> <laughs> Ileana, you know that's a beautiful intro, except that some things need, <laughs> need context. When you just break into the We Are Men and people think that that's something I'm presenting as a prepared piece, no, I like I wrote fabulous. that song. You think that the We Are Men song <laughs> is fabulous?
4: It's who you are. It's <laughs> it kind of is.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it is, and uh, that you was don't a song. context right? that, that yeah, she does because she's been around my men, oh all right, she's well, been around yeah. me and my 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 sons we have a uh substitute. Is that what you call it, a substitute, which means we yeah, can be sure. really bad today? <laughs> we have a substitute co-host Is was going to be our guest, but now you're going to be here for the whole two hours. We audible. Do you know what that word means, audible? I have to check with, with women on this No, one. I don't. Audible means you get up to the line at the line of scrimmage when you're a football player and you're a quarterback and you see something that you don't like. So you've got to go audible. And you go 229. That means, uh-oh, we have to do a screen pass because they're blitzing. So we had a blitz of Sarah Sweet calls me at the last minute and says, I'm sick. So I had audible, huh, huh, Meredith, get out of the shower.
4: And I was. You were I was in the shower. Literally
1: in the shower. I said, do you want to co-host? I've never done that before. That's okay. <laughs> Perfect.
4: And I've never moved so fast. <laughs> yeah, that was wonderful. And oh. you look
1: beautiful too. I mean, yeah. you're, well, you're glowing you. and things. I mean, you must be excited to be the co-host today, rather than just the guest. I am. So we're gonna we're gonna have a whole uh, guest thing and just participate however you will. Okay. And Sarah is at home right now listening. Oh
4: uh, well, I hope she feels better.
1: Well, I we're more concerned with her insecurity right now because she's gonna think that you're gonna take over the show. I was show. gonna say
4: if, she should be concerned. If you do really well, <laughs> she <laughs> might be out of a job. I, I'm just.
1: Oh, <laughs> <No>, you're. <laughs> Not. No, you're not. <laughs> By the way, there is no job. None of us get paid. So it would be a job. Uh, but uh, we have sponsors now. We're going to get to that later. I'm wow. very excited we got sponsors because we have so many people listening. That's in, that's incredible. So Meredith Eaton is here, and uh, Meredith is uh, my neighbor. I have so many people on this show. It's so weird living in L.A. Yeah. where you have, like, celebrities, and it's like, oh, it's my neighbor. I feel like you say neighbor a a lot. How many people live adjacent to you? No,
4: we really are neighbors. We're like blocks away from each
1: other. Yeah, we even had a a national news happen blocks from our house.
4: We did. How about that? Were you home?
1: Yeah, I was home and helicopters were hovering. I'm going, geez, I didn't realize my little stint on Parks and Recreation would have paparazzi. (laughs) I didn't realize that my bold and the beautiful shot would have helicopters hovering over... Is that the porn director from <laughs> Bold and the Beautiful? But I think they were hovering over your house, but neither one.
2: Well, I neither think, one. Yeah, they were well, hovering
1: because there was a plane crash.
4: Yeah, two planes collided. What? Literally, in our
1: blocks from our house. Wow. We walked together in our neighborhood. Meredith and I walked together. I mean, with our families and stuff, and our, our children are within a week of one another, their yes. birth. So, uh, we, as a matter of fact, the first time I saw you, I, I said, well, you know, you didn't realize this because you have so many – you're a big star, so you have so many guest stars that come in. Yes. And I said, you might remember me because I was a guest. And you just looked at me like mm. – you were so nice. Well – You were so nice. You went, yeah, it, sure, <laughs> I recall that. <laughs> I recall that but, you were wonderful. You should have been had an Emmy.
4: You know what? What I remembered after that – Which I don't know if you remember. The flight,
1: s- The flight to New York? Yes. You Please. do remember that? I
4: do. After we parted ways that day. That's right. It suddenly came to me and I realized we sat next to each other the whole way to from New York. You were New going York. to
1: Long Island or something. Yes. Yeah, I we remember were that. Doing we, a show. And we chatted and we talked and we, and you were wonderful. And I was you know, when you guest star, you've been a guest star as well as well as starring in different things. Yes. And that, that one was Family Law.
4: Yeah, we. You were on our. Yeah, our show. on
1: our show. See, yes. I love that you refer to it as our show. <laughs> that That's was. fantastic. That's a star. That deserves helicopters. It was our show, and I stopped in just once, and I had platinum hair at the time too.
4: You were so cute. Okay, well we with have your frosted tips.
1: We ha- I, more than t- more than frosted tips. The entire thing was frosted. I went through a little midlife crisis. I, I hit forty, and then I suddenly my hair guy says, "Why don't you go with?" the... Uh, M&M was popular. <laughs> was it really
4: that long I, I ago? went with the
1: M&M look. Okay. Yeah, it was 10 years. So actually, we have it queued up. Uh, this is our Give scene together. We can this... work in the rapping department. We're prepared to make a big stink. All right, stop. Stop. I, we have to set this Go up. Uh, again, uh, uh, it, uh, uh, again, it's context. Right. Okay, yeah. here's, here's what it is. I'm the lawyer for a guy, okay? For, uh, do you remember this episode? Yes. It was a Christmas elf.
4: Yes. Okay. You, were, you represented a department store. A department
1: store, Yes. And you represented a guy. Uh, I think his name was Grubert, and Grubert wanted to be an elf, but he was six foot two. Exactly. Okay. And you represented him, and you were saying, "And I'm saying to you, there's no way my department store is hiring a big elf." Okay. <laughs> so you are defending you and uh, Chris. Uh, uh, Chris, uh, what's this? What's
4: McDonald. McDonald,
1: very good actor.
4: Yes. Okay. <laughs> So he, you and he are True working for
1: this family law, right? You're working in Santa Monica, some yeah. ragtag firm on the beach, I think I call it. Yes. So here's Not
4: ragtag.
1: We, well, I called you that in the next scene, but, okay. the, but I, they, that was just my lines were that were mistaken. handed to me. That was <laughs> you were wrong. Because I think you actually won the case, but we won't get We to did. So let's, let's, hear, let's hear what happens. This is Meredith Eaton going at it with me as me being the guest star I'm on family law. You can work in the rapping department. We're prepared to make a big stink if you won't hire him to be an elf. Go ahead. Christmas is in a few days. Slaters can stand a big stink for a few days.
4: Title Seven expressly prohibits <laughs> discrimination in the hiring, classification, and assignment of employees.
1: Except if the employer is attempting to fulfill a bona fide occupational qualification. You should have stuck with a minimum wage argument.
4: Excuse me, but I don't see how being short is an advantage in Santa Land. It's not like it's a world of low shelves.
1: Children want what they see on TV and in books. Not a skinny, brown-haired Santa in a gray suit, but a fat, white-haired Santa in a red suit. And in their minds, Santa works with elves. So we hire short people.
4: (laughs) Then Santa's prejudice too, and he shouldn't be allowed to get away with it. So sue him. You hire black Santas? Latino Santas?
0: Your client should get a life. He lives to be an elf.
4: So stop being a Christmas ass and make his dreams.
5: You <laughs> delivered <laughs> so that with conviction. A <laughs> yeah.
1: You want to sue us? Go ahead. I'm sure you'll get a court date by Easter. Your client want to be a bunny, too? <laughs> uh-huh. that's a, yeah, that's, so then the next scene, he actually gets hired as an elf. So you won your little ragtag firm. Yeah, won. we won. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a fun little scene, and I remember having uh, a good time <laughs> in it. Because I was trying to get on. They have a reel at the end of the year during the party, right?
4: Yeah, like a gag reel. It's
1: a gag reel. And I said, I'm getting on this damn gag
4: reel. And you
1: did. <laughs> I, did I make the gag reel? Yes, you
4: did. I did, did an alternative I did
1: Santa. A, I did an effeminate version. I got you sued my Santas? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were laughing. Like, oh, I made the gag reel. That's, right. that's, that's what you want to do as a guest star. You want to stick out. <laughs> So, Meredith is here with us. Meredith Eaton is going to be our, our co-host. And, and we have to say, uh, I, I, by the way, I don't usually research my guests. I have to tell you that. Uh-huh. I, just, I, I don't do much research. You, I did. Oh, no. I, no, it's not a no-no. What'd, no.
4: what'd you dig up?
1: I, I didn't dig very far. Uh-huh. I, I just you know, uh, Googled your name, and up came a video. That uh, Now, this is what I wanted to discuss with you. It You talk about, which we often discuss on our show, is getting over obstacles in life. And you're uh-huh. basically giving a message out there. You're turned direct to the camera. You know this video, right? Is
4: it, it, it gets better? It
1: gets better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's such a wonderful message. So, of course, that's the one, Mr. Spiritual. That's the one I clicked on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I thought it was wonderful. But the one thing I have to question you on is you use the term dwarf. Uh-huh. And I was not, see, you have to make us aware that is an okay word?
4: Yeah. Um,
1: for other people to use?
4: Absolutely. Okay. I have dwarfism.
1: Dwarfism. Okay.
4: And I. I'm a dwarf. Okay. Um, Dwarf is fine. I think there's such a confusion because... A long time ago, maybe people thought that was derogatory. Maybe because of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and it
1: didn't in dwarf tossing. And
4: dwarf tossing, that does not which help. is which is <laughs> not that's okay. A lot of
1: Australia, no, that's not. And that is not, not okay. okay. You um, did li- ask me to lift you in your
6: seat.
4: I did because it's high. Okay, I got. And I, got. I have <laughs> no. <laughs> There's
6: a certain amount of we physics used... that is not offensive, right? I mean, right. Just no, that's that's not. the whole thing. Is you're
1: sensitive as a person. And you know what's really odd? I mean, we're very confessional on our show. <laughs> I grew up short. Uh-huh. Okay, I was five in high school and I have a whole act about it and everything and then you come in and like just gets rid of that whole piece of my act (laughs) because then then I'm going really Craig?
4: (laughs) Well I said to you would you pick me up? Yes you did. And you kind of looked at me and you are like oh okay
1: Well because because you've been in this body your whole life and you're used to things and I actually even had the thought. I go do I give a step stool? I mean Mm -hmm. what do I do? And you took care of yourself and you go pick me up
3: Absolutely. and it sort of
1: shocked me <laughs> but then, you know, I, but of course I'm Mr. Helper. I'm a top shelf guy. I always yes. get things for shelves for people. And ever, you're since very grew, strong. ever since I grew, I, I get things for people on shelves. It's like a thing. Right. As, but I, I have to tell you, <laughs> at White Oak, though, White Oak Elementary, uh, one teacher, she was having a problem with the clock. And I went, I'll get that. Mm-hmm. You know, huh, huh. Uh-huh. and then and she gave me the she gave me the attitude like you know I can do it myself and she gets a chair and does it herself. I was like okay, yeah. So, so I was I was hesitant with with anyone. I go you know let them do their thing. But you asked, I you did. Asked to, it was either
4: that or the pole vault, and I don't see that in <laughs> So I figured I might as well just ask you for help. Um, but yeah. Being called it—I mean, of course, I prefer my first name. If we're just going to be honest. You can call me Meredith, well, but and I, and
1: I do. Okay, but. everyone does. But I mean, there is a there's something that's a, we're a very visual society. I've given this a lot of thought because once yeah. you're booked as a guest, I said, like, "What do you approach? How do you approach this?" Mm-hmm. I mean, because we all want to be politically correct, and you know how sensitive I am. I'm extremely sensitive yes. for people's feelings. And so I, I'm going, you know, where do? You, and then when you said the word dwarf, I went, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a go-to word now. Yeah. I can, I can say that and and be all right with it. Now, what about my friend does a bit about, uh, he lived with a uh, dwarf, mm-hmm. and he said uh, it's called a little person, right? Little person's Are you fine, okay with that? 100%. He does this thing, and I, I kind of laugh at it. He goes, it sounds condescending. Little person.
4: Little person. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, does, it sounds but it's odd not. to me. It's, it's not. not. No. Really. And people
4: do think that little person. Person sounds condescending, but yeah. I am a person and I am little. So there's really no, <laughs> I have no qualms about that. And by that.
1: the way, I want to remind calm. your name's Meredith. Okay. And my
4: name is Meredith. <laughs> okay. But um, the word that is not okay is midget. Yes. That is highly offensive and derogatory. Okay. That's, the,
6: that's what I've always been confused about. Okay. Yeah. as, like, I guess just because that was the first word I learned. So I of thought that, that was the medical term.
4: Mm-mm. Well, okay, so... Medical
6: term? Yeah, I thought, like, if you were going to, like, just be, like, you know, completely... Oh, so instead of dwarfism, it's uh, midgetism is yeah, what yeah, you thought I it thought. was. Yeah, okay, yeah, you yeah. thought that.
4: Well, that makes sense because a very long time ago, um, like, the little people in Wizard of Oz, uh, they were referred to themselves as midgets because yeah. they had a type of dwarfism called pituitary dwarfism. Really? Where they would have a lack of pituitary hormone... And it would, they basically looked perfectly proportioned. They had high voices Mm -hmm. and it was all hormonal, which- um,
1: I thought it was uh, special effects. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the voice, I thought that that definitely- Well,
4: I'm sure it was enhanced. uh, Yeah. It wasn't, you know, but- Here's some helium. Right. (laughs) But uh, pituitary dwarfism is very rare now because we give a hormone to correct that. Mm. And then people that have that deficiency grow to be of average height. So, really? there really are no more midgets i mean there I'm sure there are somewhere, but it's very, very rare, and that word took on a very negative connotation
1: okay, so <coughs> so that's so where was it decided, or when was it decided that that was no longer? The correct word. I mean, and how did it become derogatory?
4: Well, uh, Just the way
1: it was used?
4: Yeah, I think around the time when the circus became really popular, Ringling Brothers, and he would have little people in mm-hmm. his shows, and then people would laugh and point and call them midgets. And then it just became this term that was unacceptable, used to mock and make fun of, rather than describe. Mm. And so I still hear that word all the time, of course. you know, from people that just don't know. And is is
1: it their ignorance or is, or are they being mean? Which do you think it is? It is both. both? Yeah. Yeah, It's both. I think, I think though that like Joel was saying, he, this is a a man who's a very conscious, a good man, you know? Mm -hmm. So he was thinking that that was the medical term. So, thank God, 90,000 people at least <laughs> yes. now know.
4: Everyone listening now knows. Do not <laughs> use that word. It's not a nice word.
1: Danny, uh, Danny's a little person. And, uh, you know, Danny. Danny Woodburn. Yeah. Sure. He has a bit about, you know, how, how uh, you can't use the N-word.
4: <laughs> you yeah. can't use the
1: N-word. But he does. He goes, I, you can't use mija." He goes, "Mija, You have to use midja. <laughs> midja. <which, clears throat> now, are you okay with him making uh, jokes like that? You're you know, rolling your eyes. You're not really okay
4: with uh, it. Really. Danny's my friend, You're right. and Danny knows. You know, no, because I think it just sends the wrong message. I mean, we're yeah. not either you use the word or you don't use the word. Right. I don't think it's okay to use the word. I wouldn't use the word. Okay. So, no. Now,
1: let me ask you this. Be honest about this. Do you have any derogatory terms that you use for anyone? Okay.
2: Um, Oh. <laughs> every- oh, I'll um, put you on the spot there.
1: Uh, like uh, Schwarze.
2: No. Never? Whoa, no, whoa. No, okay. no, I'm just,
1: I'm just
3: coming up with names <laughs> I don't
1: know here. that one. What's that one? Schwarze, uh, because uh, tribal people use this, okay? Use this word. Our grandparents. Our grandparents, yeah. once in a while parents will use it. It actually literally means black. <laughs> like Arnold Schwarzenegger is black nigger.
3: <laughs> that, doesn't sound, that
1: doesn't sound right. That didn't sound right. Schwarz. Schwarz.
4: <laughs> what is the origin of that word anyway? Schwarz? It means black. No, I is know it what Yiddish? it means, but is that it Yiddish? Yiddish. Right. Yes, that's, that's what good.
1: I'm trying to tell you, tribal people. The y- the oh, okay, so you're oh, referring Jewish.
4: to Jews as tribal people. Yes.
1: Okay, I wasn't <laughs> yeah.
3: with you on yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I, didn't that. You I didn't get that either. <laughs> Nobody got that, okay. <laughs> the okay. The tribe.
3: Okay, of Israel.
1: Are you in the tribe? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, tribal people... Have certain words are that are used, yes and some are derogatory, and some are just said by grandparents and parents as because it doesn't have any meaning except for usually that's a little derogatory though, if you use schwarze oh
4: yeah i would yeah. I would say so,
1: but the, again, when in history does a black person go no we 've had enough of that one that you know what i mean it's like that's not uh, correct anymore right because at one time it just meant they were a black person, right, okay, but
4: I think now it's pretty derogatory. Okay,
1: yeah. yes, it's become. Now yeah. are there any do you use any derogatory terms towards towards <laughs> anybody? Shkutzam
4: what is no, that? Okay. <laughs> what is that?
2: You're like an
1: encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good with Yiddish. Say that again? I've actually taught Yiddish to people. I, a shkutzum is like a, a dirty Gentile.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> she actually gave it an O like, oh, no, I'll use that one. That one's <laughs> useful. It's, it's not so derogatory, <laughs> that would be useful. I could put that in my vocabulary, in my little <laughs> Meredith ex- lexicon. So you, you, you don't know Shkutzum? No. Okay. All now right. I do. Goyim.
4: Yes, of now, course. Goyam, now,
1: Goyam, it can be – now, is that derogatory? I'm wondering if that is derogatory.
4: Um, I think it probably is.
1: Yeah. Um, is it? Just see, see, call these someone things, a
4: Goy? All these, yeah. All these
1: I things, think. I think it depends on, on the intent. I think even Midge – yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: I'm leaving. Uh-oh. Can you
2: pick
4: me up? Pick me up and get me down. I'm out of here. <laughs> well, you, 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 you see, I'm
1: referring to it. You know what I mean? That's what's so weird about language. Yeah. It's like I'm referring to it with no intent whatsoever, no malicious intent. It's all, as, as a matter of fact, it's to raise awareness. Yeah. It's to raise awareness. So uh, use the word. You can't go mm, <laughs> the mm word and the mm word and the, and the word. You know, that's <laughs> you, know, you look that like one. you
4: have some kind of like a tick when
3: you say I that. I do. I
1: have a lot of ticks. <laughs> so uh, Meredith Eaton is our guest and also our co-hosts. I said to, I, I said to you before the show, just jump in on anything. But now we're yes. just jumping right on you.
3: That's so, fine.
1: <laughs> and and uh, I I'm also curious in the in the world in the in, it, 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 the little person world, I guess you would call it uh-huh. a person of little stature. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not
6: right. No, no, I was trying to. Yeah, read then that there over gets. Here. I think In there a, gets to be a point when you're too politically correct that then it seems and condescending you, again. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> is yeah. You're trying to
1: be sensitive at the same time, but like, look. The bottom line is, I know who I am. I am extremely. Yeah. Like I have empathy towards people. I mean, that's just period. So you don't want to step on it, but in the meantime, you come from this other world where people are using it all the time, using all of the language and all the derogatory stuff. Right. I'm not into labels, period. I just got into one on Facebook about the word liberal. I don't even like the word liberal mm. because then you're in a box. Yeah. The bottom line is you don't want to box people in because now you've co- eliminated everything that they're going to say because right. now you're a Hollywood elitist liberal. Or you're a fascist, communist (laughs) bastard, or you're whatever the hell you are. If you label people, then you're you're out of the conversation. But see,
4: here's the thing. Okay, I'm a little person, Mm -hmm. a person of short stature. Whatever, call me whatever.
1: Oh, short stature. I was trying to get that. Okay, I said little. And the thing
4: is, like, I've grown up being, you know, aware of the fact that I am different. I don't look like everybody else. You don't see people like me all the time. And that's fine. And I don't want people to be uncomfortable because I'm perfectly happy with who I am. Right. Very confident woman. You are.
1: You are. And you are. I, um, I actually love hanging out with you. I wish we'd hang out more often. We
4: should. We need to. I know. To. And we
1: have a great time every time we do. And, but I'm really happy that, you're, that you are so self-aware. I
4: am. And I you do get it. I get it. I mean, the, I've you had. You don't become some... a
1: victim of it. That's the thing, is when every, anyone has anything going okay, on, so, talk, uh, there's a victim situation. So let me tell you. Yeah.
4: Can I tell you a funny story?
1: No, you can't. No, of course you can. You're the co host. You can tell any story okay. you want.
4: So I was guest starring on this great show, this huge network show. I'm not telling you. Really? I'm
1: not going to tell. We no. can Google it.
4: No. I, Joel? You can yeah, pick. I'm on Joel? I'm, <laughs> fortunately, I've guest starred on quite a bit. So you would have a choice. But anyway. Okay. So I'm guest starring on the show, and I'm so excited because yeah. it's such a great part that was written for me and mm. I have been looking forward to this. So I'm in the hair and makeup trailer, mm-hmm. getting my hair and makeup done and the lead actress of the show comes in and she sits down next to me and um we're just chit-chatting and um, then there's quiet and she's learning her lines and I'm learning mine and then all of a sudden I hear, you know, good for you. <laughs> and I and I This is from the actress. Yeah. And I look and Good for you. I said, Good for me? What What I do. She said, You know, you, it could be so easy for you to be so miserable and bitter. I mean, really, good for you for your good attitude. You're really a happy camper. I I, I said, I'm sorry. What do you mean? Well, look what God put in your path. My God. (laughs) I'm sitting there, and everyone is horrified. (laughs) At what this, and she said I'd
1: be honest with you I, I'm listening to the story and half of me's going Joel get that damn thing on IMDb <laughs> I don't know oh, I, don't I don't have, have enough to information eight to eight check actresses. I don't
2: know
4: Please go, oh, wait, wait, IMDb wait.
1: you've got to figure this it out gets, this is killing me It
4: gets so so much worse
1: That's why you're not naming the actress right. for the show <laughs> we're going to figure this out okay. Cheers was it Shelley Long
3: <laughs> I'm going
1: Shelley Long Shelley okay. Long going retro Who would, who would say something like <laughs> yeah. this IMDb please Joel go ahead I'm okay, listening everywhere So
4: I'll deny 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 uh, so, um, I'm figure this out. Go ahead. So then, saved by the bell, we get called to do it. Oh, it was someone on Saved by the Bell. I
1: knew it was, yeah. I, it was sweet. Elizabeth Berkeley, <laughs> Elizabeth Berkeley, she would <laughs> say something. She made a bad choice with that showgirls thing, and that this is a bad choice in the dressing room, Poor in the Elizabeth. makeup
2: room. Um, okay, so, so it
1: wasn't saved by the bell. No. We've eliminated that in cheers. Keep going, Joel. Go. Okay,
4: so we're walking towards the set, mm. and um, I clearly has no idea how offensive she is, so she keeps going, <laughs> so she says to me, um, so um, are you're happy? you seem really happy are you do you have a guy? Are you married? And I said, "Yeah, I have an amazing husband. really is he like is he like you? And I said, "Yeah, we have a lot of similar interests. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know we, we like a lot of the same things." No. We believe in this. No, 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 no. I mean, like, is he like you? Like, like you're kind? And I said, my kind? You mean like well, female? We're both, we're both members of the tribe, yeah. He's, he's Jewish. I'm Jewish. No, no, no. Is he your size? Yeah. And I said, no, he's 5'10". <gasps> 5'10"? How'd you do that? How'd you pull that off? Oh! <laughs> I'm single. I said, no. <laughs> really? You're single? What seems to be getting in your way? And she said, well, you know, guys just think I have no filter, no boundaries. (laughs) Really? No. She said, so how did you snag this guy? I said, he loves my filter, and he says, I have really good boundaries. Wow.
1: (laughs) By the way, Joel, I I am such an investigator. I'm not letting this go. This means, because I know that she's been married to her husband (laughs) since 2008, so it's from 08 on. Wow.
3: Well, down down. How'd you know that? I know. <laughs> I know these things.
1: Uh-oh. We have a call. We have a call. You look for that, Joel. We have a call here. Hello from the 714. <laughs> that must be in Orange County. Welcome to the Craig Shoemaker Show with our fabulous co host today, Meredith Eaton. Who's this? Who was this? You've been ringing up. Oh, you choked under pressure. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, maybe they had something bad to say with well, Maybe no, it was her. Maybe it was no boundaries. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> no boundaries, no filter. Does she filter. live in
1: Orange County now?
4: <laughs> I don't know.
6: Oh, Joel, what do you got for me? (laughs) I feel bad, cohorting. Uh, Don't feel bad. It it would have to be. It would have to. I guess. The dates, it would have to be Law & Order or Boston Legal, wouldn't
1: it? No, no, uh, no, no, no. This no. is guest
6: star. This oh, is guest star. guest star. Come on, look for the guest oh. stars.
1: Joel, come on, uh, get on Yeah, here.
4: it was. It was Boston Legal. No,
1: it was not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, yeah, because there were no dudes in that one. Were there any dudes in Boston Legal? You were yeah, a star William of William Shatner. I, James mean, I mean, women is well Oh, Julie no... Bowen. Okay, it was Julie Bowen. It was I not. Can't... I
4: love Julie. I
1: know you do. I could tell. Damn it. I'm going uh, to figure this out. Uh, Joel, you got nothing for me? Uh, guest starring no, NCIS, NCIS is is with, and it's with you're now on that show as a semi-regular with one of your best friends. Yes.
4: Polly Pratt, who is my love. She is amazing. Yeah. And she's such an advocate. She would never say anything offensive. Of course, to anybody. she would.
1: As a matter of fact, they had they had wasn't your ex on that show. Wasn't he on the show to yes. begin with? Yes. Right. And he died. And I saw an interview with both of you.
4: Uh, with you and, me pa- and Polly You yeah. and
1: Polly, Polly. Dealing with the difficulties in that.
4: She is so amazing. Yeah. And um she and I became instant best friends from the minute we saw each other. I and can assume is... that
1: you, she didn't never call you you people or anything no, like that.
3: No, 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 no.
4: Yeah.
1: Anything like that. No,
4: she's amazing and she and It's a big show. It's the number one show on television. It's, it's unbelievable to me. 21 million viewers. I mean, seriously, 25 <laughs> years from
1: now, when you're talking about, like, if I talk about my youth, and you're going to go, Mary Tyler Moore, <laughs> you know, all in the family, those are my shows. Are we really going to go NCIS? I never missed an episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, people, A lot of the
6: country will. I, guess. I know. It's yeah, unbelievable
1: yeah. to me. I've never, I wouldn't know that show if it hit me in the ass. Oh, you have to watch it. <laughs> I do? Yes. Anything with initials. I'm I'm out on all the CSIs. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to see any more cadavers carved. It just doesn't do it for me. I was out with Quincy. That's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was doing back then. It didn't have any initials. It was Jack Klugman c- carving cadavers. Yeah. That's what he did. He was a what, the mortician, whatever they are. So I'm not in this. Is it, is it like CSI?
4: No. I mean, it's the Navy and it's crime oh, it's scenes. Crime
1: scenes for the Navy? For the Navy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it's,
4: the acting is amazing. All right. Well, then that's, the ca-
1: that's why it's so good.
4: And the cast is incredible. They I mean, must
1: have good writing. You can't amazing sustain it. Writing. And it's been on for
4: years. Yeah, it's, this is their tenth season. What? Wow! With Mark yeah.
1: Harmon's the star of yes. it, and Pauly Perrette. That's yes, a, that's your friend.
4: She's my very best friend. And she
1: is the co. She's like the co. The, she's the a star. Yes. she's the star of the show.
4: She plays Abby, and she's a forensic scientist. A
1: forensic scientist. She, is she? Does she geek it up? She seems like she's got a little geek in her.
4: Well, she's incredibly smart. In life, and and,
1: and they wrote that in.
4: Yes, I mean that. Give her
1: terms that we would never know. Exactly. Yes, but
4: she has her degree in criminology and forensics. It,
1: uh, in in life, life, yeah. Uh-huh. Like,
4: like
6: there's a fake life. Yeah. In, <laughs> in life. her life. In second life. The video yes.
4: uh, okay. game.
6: <laughs> Joel, keep looking. Okay, anyway. Joel. I think it's got to be NCIS. No, it, it is, is. not. I it's think, a guest star. She said star no role. really quickly. It's
1: a guest star. No, it's definitely not It's not. Keep looking. I am telling you. I will know yeah. what it is. I know her eyes. I, don't, <laughs> I can I don't. look into her eyes as soon as you get it. She's no way she's going to play poker with me on this one. I feel like I'm you, on a partial list here. Just give me her guest star roles. Or somebody call in and tell me what you think it is. Three, two, three, three. Six two two eight six two three. Well, we since have since two thousand eight. She's just you been talk starring about you, you talk things. about crime scene investigation. I've got to go <laughs> oh, now. No. I am Mark Harmon now. <laughs> I, and, and Joel was my bad forensic scientist. I am, it was I'm not coming up. This is on the really
6: record. the only one I see where the, she's not a starring role since two thousand eight.
1: Really? No, it's,
6: it's a guest star and it's probably a
1: sitcom or maybe it's a it, makeup chair. I'm trying to figure this out. I mean, we, we will. <laughs> we will. But I mean, and now a lot of times, and I thought about this too, uh, a lot of t- times people are going to the whole first hour of our show, half hour of our show is talking about your height. Yeah. I mean, and I, that's got to happen often. Yeah, it does. And you're literally hired because of it. Yeah, you know, sometimes,
4: well not always
1: No. Okay, so tell me the times that you were not hired You were just hired as an actress She's going to nail this I part am, You're a great actress by the
4: way Thank you yeah, really. you're great. a really great actor
1: Oh, you didn't have to say that I know <laughs> I didn't For my platinum hair days <laughs> Back in family law
4: I am leaving um, in a month to do a film in Turks and Caicos And I was hired uh, for this role, this amazing film And the part has zero to do with my height She's no. an accountant Really? Yeah
1: what you, I'll bet you can play good quirky characters, too. I like to
4: play those you, kinds you play of characters. You played the quirky
1: character in Family Law. I mean, I remember us going out. I'm going, oh, she's got some quirk to her.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a fun character.
1: So, Oh, by the way, somebody's calling. They, they've got it. I love it. Oh, no. This is an area code I do not know. 843 area code. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Lance. How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, do you have an answer? Do you know what it might be? What show <laughs> uh, Meredith Eaton might have been on with the ignorant <laughs> co-star? <laughs> Is that why um, you're calling,
6: I hope? No, I don't think that's
1: why. You know, I'm sorry, Craig. Is this Craig? It is. <laughs> it is. It is. Yes. yes.
2: Yes. You know, I feel I feel kind of stupid here, but I was out cutting my grass, and uh, I had just tuned into your Facebook page not long ago, and I saw that you had a podcast, and it said, listen in or call in. And so I just finished cutting the grass. Be honest. I haven't listened (laughs) to this call, so here I am, and I'm in in a contest, I'm answering the questions, maybe I pull out of the... but
1: listen, the fact that you did that and you went to my Facebook, I applaud you for doing that, even though you have no answers for me. And I really <laughs> thought you were going to come through. We have, you, you, you know what you can do? You can always go back and listen. It's all archived and everything else. I'm happy to have you as a listener. We are up against a break, but thank you. Lance is your name, right? Yes, sir. I hope I didn't interrupt any lawn cutting. (laughs) I
2: also just wanted to say it's so exciting
1: that you give the fans access to you like this. This is very cool. I I do comedy in Charleston, and I'm a big fan. And, uh, hey, keep up the good work. It's very exciting. thank you. I'm going to get off and call some of my friends and tell them I just... Out right in and talk to you. There'll be nuts. Uh, well, right on, brother. Listen, and uh, I'm coming to Atlanta this weekend on Friday and Saturday to the Punchline, and you're not that far away. So come on over, do a guest set.
2: Well,
1: you need you need to come and see us
2: some in Charleston sometimes soon. Bring a weed
1: eater. All right. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. He didn't have the answer, but that's okay. We have a new a new listener yeah, or a watcher. He doesn't even know you can watch. Actually, <laughs> so, uh, no, so Meredith Eaton is our guest. Uh, we're gonna, we're up against the break here, and we're going to take one. Uh, Danny LaBelle is also going to come in today. We've got lots of lots in store for you. I'm going to tell you about Tom Jones. I sang with Tom Jones last week. Wow! I did indeed, and I have video proof. Mm. Video proof. We might be going to that video proof because you're not going to believe what he said about me. I am shocked. <laughs> And amazed and, and just I am I, I, I don't even need to be lifted into my seat. <laughs> I, can leap, I can leap into seats right now. I feel so good.
0: Uh, we're coming right back. You stay with us. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
7: Day is May 12th. Show your mom why you're the favorite by getting her flowers from Pro Flowers. Pro Flowers has one dozen rainbow roses for just $19.99. Or for just $10 more, upgrade to pink or yellow potted roses. With this beautiful arrangement, she'll be blown away. She might even forget the time when you were five and created the Sesame Street crayon mural on the living room wall. Pro Flowers are guaranteed to last a full week or your money back. Ordering is fast and easy. And here's how you get this amazing Mother's Day deal. Go to ProFlowers.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in Hop. That's ProFlowers.com. Click on the microphone and type in ToadHop. So stop searching for the perfect Mother's Day gift. You already know what it is, and it's ProFlowers. Order now. This deal expires
6: soon. To leave your house to shop To crawl through traffic to the mall Just to find the thing you wanted
4: Isn't even there at all Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home in style and ease Find exactly what you want Ordering your some breeze
6: Books on tape Games galore Everything you're looking for
0: Kindle Cameras <laughs> Electronics Baby Einstein Hooked on phonics Blu-ray Movies And TV download Music MP3 Pixar Disney microphone, Pet supplies and doggy
4: bones Or War the Warcraft Nancy Drew Sims The Scruff System too.
6: Click Amazon You'll smile with
5: glee
2: Sometimes shipping's even free
5: Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Josh. And this is Ross. From the Josh and Ross Radio show. program. It's on live every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 Pacific time. And I, what would you say this show is
7: about, Ross? Well, I think it's, you know, two male <laughs> perspectives.
5: Very strong male strong perspectives. Strong male perspectives. Yep.
2: perspectives. I come from one point of view, and you come from...
5: The... The complete opposite
2: Yeah, and somehow we meet in the middle we also give advice to the callers in a segment we call he said
6: he
1: said if you didn't listen to us on tuesday if you missed it go back and watch the show on Totepnetwork.com or
2: download the audio from itunes and while you're there subscribe leave a comment and rate the show
5: that is just our way us saying get into the show bitches hey but look at, now just behave a little bit that's about as behaved as i get look, no need to call anyone a bitch yeah.
6: The grass. Don't move.
0: Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
1: You're listening to also on the Toad Hop Network, it's the Craig Shoemaker show. Ha ha laugh it off. If you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, please go like us. This is the time of our show where I'm going to read some things and actually make it seem like I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we are hopefully going to get paid to do what we do here. Right now we're doing it for your entertainment pleasure. Now, of course, you could go to my website and go buy something. I'll make a couple bucks on that maybe. My new DVD is out. Or you could go buy some shoes. I got to tell you, uh, you know, when you get the live reads on things, you know, if you're a radio host Mm. or whatever, you got to pretend. Well, I'm not pretending when (laughs) I tell you I found this shoe store, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And what they do is they actually make shoes that are from an orthopedic surgeon. So they're orthopedic shoes. You're
2: kidding. But
1: they don't look like orthopedic shoes. Here, look at these little I need, things I have on here, right? Those are they don't awesome. look like orthopedic shoes, right? No. They're not. They're just canvas, uh, fun little shoes. I don't wear socks and I, I put them on. I even have slippers from this store.
3: Nice.
1: So I'm thinking I'm going to get some people slippers for, because I, I've never been into slippers. First of all, I feel old.
4: <laughs> really?
3: Right? When
1: you put <laughs> slippers on, you just go, all right, I've, I've said goodbye to my teens, in my 20s, my 30s. When you put the slippers.
4: I love slippers. Do you That's really? That's the first thing I do when I get home. Is I take off my shoes. And I put on my slippers. And when I travel, I bring my slippers with me. You
1: do? Oh, so you're a real slipper person. I'm a
4: huge slipper girl. Well, how
1: would you like to have slippers that are not only comfortable and warm and fuzzy and just feel fantastic, but they're also great for your spine? I want And so on. It's unbelievable. And all you have to do, and you get a discount, you get get actually free shipping if you go through me. Okay. It's healthyfeetstore.com. Healthyfeetstore. Now, you want healthy feet. They say if you have healthy feet, it goes all the way to the top. I mean, look at my what? head. Look at my head. It's gone all the way up to it's my head. It's a I...
4: robust head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is very robust. robust. It's a size 8. My sister used to call me human eclipse.
4: Wow. <laughs>
1: she would be sunbathing, and all of a sudden, no more sun. I would be walking in front of her with my robust head. I like that term. Well, it's, uh, I also have robust feet. I've got some size 12s, and uh, I never called them that before. But, uh, so go to healthyfeetstore.com, and here's how you do it. You put laugh it off 2013. That's the year we're in, and laugh it off is the name of our show. Right. If you put that in, you get free shipping, oh. so and you get these really good shoes. You can have every different kind of shoe. By the way, you have dress shoes, and it's all there. That's awesome. And trust me on this one. I have five different pair. I will not go anywhere else. I'll never go to a shoe store again because they have everything that I want. They have all the good looking shoes, that but they also are made by an orthopedic surgeon. Well,
4: I'm going. So That's, are you really? Uh, are you? Serious? What
1: is the address, Meredith?
4: Well. It's- you don't even
1: remember, for God's sakes. You're going to have to know. archive our show. It's healthyfeetstore.com. Right. And ha, no, laugh, laugh it off, 2000. off 2013. Very good, Meredith. See, you are our listener. i pay attention. Now, also, uh, if you're giving gifts, I'm going to give slippers away this year. I've decided. I'm going right. to go to healthyfeetstore.com and I'm going to give slippers away because who doesn't want, you know, a nice pair of slippers, Right. Isn't I, that a cool thing? I, I like think Meredith, so. I know what I'm getting you. you. Know When's what your birthday? Me. When's your birthday? August
4: 26. Oh my
1: God! I can't wait till August.
4: <laughs> I can't, I can't either.
2: <laughs> but now know.
1: you already know what I'm getting you. That's but, fine. But you don't know what they will look like. But also, uh, Mother's Day is coming up. You're a mother. I am. You have a mother who's actually gone uh, had some hard times.
4: Yes. Uh, from oh. Sandy,
1: Hurricane Sandy.
4: My poor parents. Yeah. They well,
1: are. your parents, at least one of them, will be lit up when they hear about this deal. Pro flowers. Wouldn't you like to send her some flowers? Wait to hear this deal, Meredith. Roses for $19.99. What? Does your mom like roses?
4: She does. She does love roses? She does.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> listen to this.
4: Oddly two,
1: enough. For just $10 more. That one I didn't believe. Uh, <laughs> that, for $10 more, you can upgrade to pink potted roses or yellow potted roses. Okay? Now, here's the key. is You can get these also for a low price... I mean, 1999, Another, so it's like 29.99. What a math major I am. To upgrade, you get a vase or a vase, whatever you even want to call it, you get all that. And all you have to do is in this code, you put in a code, okay? That's how it works. What's the code? The code is toad hop. Toad hop. So just think a little froggy, a little toad, and he hops. They, yeah. don't, they don't saunter. They don't dance. <laughs> they hop, okay? That's how remember. Toad hop. And you get these special prices. That's how you're going to get them. Put it in Toad Hop. And it will help us c- to keep us on the air. This is perfect music for this it plea. It is so
4: melodramatic.
1: This is perfect music for this plea. I feel like I'm on PBS. Would you send me something? Just keep us on the air, for God's sakes. Where's Wayne Dyer? For God's sakes, I'll give you everything. I'll give you the flowers, the shoes, and all that. Just keep us on the air. We're just trying to make a buck. <laughs> All right, so far, it's all all out of our pockets. Parking alone. By God, do I feel codependent on your parking. You parked in the wrong spot, Meredith. You know
4: what? I did, Uh, but I raced up
1: here. I'm going to chip in on this
4: one. Chip in? (laughs) I'm going to
1: pay for the whole thing.
2: It's going to cost you like $100.
1: (laughs) So uh, go to ProFlowers. Go to ProFlowers.com, and there's a little microphone there, and you click on that in the right corner, and, and then you put in Toad Hop. And order now this deal is going to expire soon. It didn't even look like I read that that's the that co- was
4: such stellar acting was really oh my gosh
1: now, <laughs> if you're a casting director, have you ever been you're a casting in. director? no, you haven't no nope. you should be. Because you know talent Meredith
4: <laughs> I do and that was
2: beautiful that
1: was a read that seemed so natural but when you're calling yourself on how natural it is it takes out all the natural yeah, I just I just completely because you discredited believe it. myself you
4: believe it you wear the shoes I see them that on your is feet. true
1: you saw the conviction I have I, yes yeah, so you invested. Go to, I am in, I, I'm invested well let's hope some investment comes back <laughs> Healthyfeedstore.com, laugh it off 2013 or you go to pro flowers actually get both. Who wouldn't want to get some flowers and shoes? Right? That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Now, I just spent, what, three minutes on that? Three <sighs> minutes on that's four. how important yeah. it is. Was it four, Maybe Iliana? ten, oh, yeah. We're here with our our guest, uh, Meredith Eaton, who is is co-hosting. Sarah Sweet isn't here. Poor Sarah. You would love Sarah. You'd be her favorite guest.
2: Oh. Well, Well. next
1: to Dr. Drew. She's not going to have a crush on you like Dr. (laughs) Drew the Silver Fox. (laughs) (laughs) When he came in here, she went gaga.
4: Yeah, he's amazing.
1: Sarah was there the other night. She has something, these living room shows. As a matter of fact, Stefan came by. She has living room shows, and it's really cool. She does it with uh, an actress you might know, Ileana Douglas.
4: I love Ileana She's Douglas. She's
1: awesome. And they host these living room shows. They go to people's living rooms and they bring in chairs.
2: I love that. And yeah. you tell stories
1: awesome. and sing songs. Have you been to one, Joel? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. filmed a couple. Oh, you did? Mm. And it's, it's re- and they get really talented people. I'm not saying that in a braggy way, yeah. but I was one of the people. And uh, she uh, she has you come in and tell stories you normally wouldn't do. If you're a stand-up, you wouldn't do it in your stand-up act. So uh, – Stafford was there the other day. How was your experience in the audience? It
6: was it was pretty cool. It yeah. was a lot
1: of fun. Oh,
4: so there's an audience.
1: Yeah, they set up a whole, like you said, the chairs and everything. They get rid then. of all oh. the things that would normally be in the living room. Right. Okay. They set up I, like a stage. Yeah, so and think. they set up a little stage with a piano, and they have a piano player. And then they, and the dressing room, it's a surprise. They don't tell anyone who the guests are. Mm-hmm. The dressing room was an eight year old girl's room that with was bunk funny. beds. <laughs> when I found yeah. that out, that yeah. was funny. so <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> it wasn't agreement, it was an aquamarine room. <laughs> and we're in the aquamarine room, and uh, that's where you are backstage. And we kept opening the door so I could see the other people, the great performers uh vanessa williams and wow. uh, kelly carlin was there and brody and uh, dylan brody was there and uh, eliana douglas and she did a thing thing with sarah sweet and i hope i'm not forgetting any oh craig shoemaker was there <laughs> yes, craig Can't shoemaker was there them. and i told a story about um uh some things that uh i've had some difficulties with in my uh, career or if mm-hmm. you will and uh or just career life period about I go in things too soon. Do you ever do that? You seem like a very studied person though. You I mean, mean you like stu- you're
4: impulsive? Uh, or
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a nice way to put it for the big head. Or what'd you call me? Not robust. enormous. Robust head. <laughs> I have a thing where I leap into things before I'm ready. It's like, put me in, coach. Yeah. I think I deserve it. And then once I'm in it. I realized within one second, you should not be doing this right now.
4: Yeah.
3: And
1: I have one story about sneaking into a football game too early. I was 5'1", 92 pounds, and I snuck in to a game, and I got burnt for a 62-yard touchdown. I mean, I Uh. suffered for that one. I mean, I couldn't wait to get in. So I'm a sophomore, but you should wait until you've grown and you're ready. You should be on the JV team, not leaping into a varsity football game where you're trying to preserve a shutout. That was me. So then I had another one where I went away to college. And I would never in Philadelphia go out for theater, but I love theater. And I, and I, you know, I just, I enjoyed it. My idol was Paul Lynn mm-hmm. from Bye Bye Birdie. Kids, I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with these kids today. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs>
1: I want to do that and have him be my father. <laughs> I wanted him to be my father in the biggest way. And I wanted to do musicals. I love musicals and I love West Side Story. And I grew up with musicals. So go, what's that? Les Mis. Wow. Don't, don't get him started. No, that's,
6: it's the whole world right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other world.
1: I know. That was Do you know I love Les Mis? Yes, I We know. talked about this? We did. Do we, you we sing? At dinner. Do you I, sing?
4: I, I don't. Can you? Oh. I can, in the shower. I'm looking
1: for someone to do Eponine.
4: No. Oh, that wouldn't be Dying me. in
1: my arms. Don't you fret, Monsieur Marius. <laughs> I play both parts right now. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> because I can't find a woman who's going to sing with me. So I, go, I, I went away to college, and I uh, – did I tell this story in the air before? I don't think I've told this before. I said – they said, guess what? You have a five-octave range. You can handle anything. I was like, really? And they said, we're going to – put me in, coach. I'm ready. So I was ready to go, and they gave me the lead in this uh, musical, and they said, we're going to give you the hardest song for a male to sing. It's called Something's Coming from West Side Story. And uh, you might want to pull that up, Joel. Um,
6: <laughs> I was into your stories. All right. yeah, okay, no, that's all right.
1: That's all right. Yeah, so uh, it, you could find, it's called Something's Coming From West Side. Sorry, this, uh-huh. this is the most difficult song for a male to sing. It's not only, it's got difficult tempo. You have the five octave range. The words are all confusing. Is, is this with a chair, up yeah. a thing, a moon and a thing? And I'm like, okay, I can do it. But there's nowhere to rehearse when you're in college because you're in showers. You can't, Mm -hmm. they're community showers. Right. You're already obsessed with, I don't have as much pubic hair as someone else. I mean, there's all that stuff that's (laughs) going on, and you're not going to go singing because it's already homophobic in there anyway. Uh And you burst out in song in a community shower in a dorm. Not good.
4: You're not doing yourself any favors.
1: (laughs) So, where am I going to rehearse? So, I didn't (laughs) rehearse. I'm not ready. So, now to get ready for the show, I got drunk. To take out the nerves, okay? So I got really drunk beer. I was drinking beer backstage. I'm ready, I'm ready. And they all do this, you know. And it's, by the way, it's all like effeminate men and me.
2: Uh-huh.
3: And,
1: you know, with, with a robust head and I'm a very straight <laughs> guy. And you know, I'm back there the, and, and I'm doing everything. Me, 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 me. I'm doing all that with them. Mm-hmm. they go, you're ready. I'm, okay, I'm ready. Put me in. <laughs> and then this guy, Ed Ball, I'll never forget. It. I'm looking at him because he did musicals before. And he's on the stage when he's supposed to give me my cue line and the cue line is easy it's the name of the song and he's supposed to go well craig i'm sure something's coming
3: mm.
1: but he looks at me and i'm looking at him for confidence he goes uh, 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 i'm sure something's bound to come up <laughs> I'm bound yeah. to come up where'd that come from <laughs> now i hear bev going dun, 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 dun. i hear this she's on piano and i'm going and then this warmth comes over me Oh my god, I'm shaking.
2: Is something to...
1: This is me in front of five hundred people. Now it's not sing sung like this. Hold on. So now I am feeling this warmth. I am pissing my pants, <gasps> full on piss. Literally. Uh, not literally. Not yeah. Not l-
4: figuratively. Not literally. Literally. You're alf- wet. I
1: am wet with beige pants, and there's a spot, and it's <laughs> growing, and it's growing. I look down. There's a spot, and now they put the follow spot on the spot. Uh, now the whole place is laughing, and I'm trying to find the words, and and be and I'm like alfalfa from the. And, but if I heard a note that I knew, or a, a lyric that uh-huh. I knew, I wanted to show them, i go, Who knows? <laughs> with a click, with a shock, and oh, I forgot again, a little knock, open the latch. <laughs> that was me. In front of 500 people. Bombed, laughed me off the stage, beginning of the comedy career, end of singing. <laughs> okay? So now I have two things that happened this week. Was So we did this living room show. And you know what I did? I told a couple stories, and I said, Tonight... For the first time in 30 years, I'm going to get through this song. Wow. And I, and I did it. And I did it. Stefan was there. Piss free edition. How
4: did that feel? <laughs>
1: I, I did. I wore depends. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know the truth? I felt very victorious. I Could bet. you tell in the middle of it? I started realizing when to get through yeah, this, I y- started
6: dancing.
4: And you <laughs> built back your confidence. I did. <laughs> 30 years really later. turns it around. I,
6: I, 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 real big, yes, real but, big applause for it and everything. Uh, yeah,
1: just, yeah, the people were like, you know, yeah. going, Wow. And yeah. there's there some that said, you should, you should end your show like that. You know, but I'm not going to tell the story every time because yeah. I said this is the first time, and then it won't be the first time right. anymore that the, I feel this victory. It, it felt like Tosh 2.0. I had a redemption. Yeah, it was, it was a triumph. What it, it was? Such a triumph. It, it, it was. It was a little bit of a triumph, and I got through it. And and the piano guy worked with me around the corner. Or, that's and he said you got to extend it wow. around, and I did. I extended. A, or whistling down. Whoops! uh-oh,
3: whoops! <laughs> oh <laughs> uh-oh, too loud. uh-oh,
1: uh-oh. What? Joel, you trouble. weren't here, you weren't here. Uh-oh. Oh. I just remembered. I can't do that anymore. Messed up. We got in trouble last week, Joel.
6: Oh, did we? Joel We're was in Puerto Rico Ball. doing a movie. I was in Puerto Rico. He was in Puerto
1: Rico doing a movie. Which reminds me, Puerto Rico, that ugly island. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a musical to me. Oh my God,
2: I just blasted out.
1: We got real trouble last week. Oh, yeah. wow. A guy came what? in and admonished Is us. A, like a, a sound
2: but, level that you
4: need to. Well, come.
1: yeah, because these are offices. They had, and of course, the guy exaggerated. There were seven offices that complained, and uh, I wasn't oh, even here singing. Comes oh, seriously? Oh, yeah, don't turn around. Don't turn, turn around. around. We're good. We just got one of it these. We event- got like a
6: groundhog, like. Oh,
3: jeez. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I went God. back to work. I
6: forgot. Nah. He's, he's at gone.
4: least I was on key. Oh.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> when
1: you go off key and you're loud, oh, my God. Well, that, talk about the singing loud. So I was invited to lunch last week at my friend's house. This is going to sound so yeah. freaking Hollywood. <laughs> and who's there at lunch? Tom Jones. Oh, yeah. You know who Tom Jones is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I have to check with people because I, if you're like under 30, no one knows who he is.
4: I, I mean, I, I'm not intimately familiar with his music. Does he sing It's Not Unusual? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's the one it. I know.
1: He's, he's like, here he is. Yeah. <laughs> Joel's got the moves. We can't sing that loud. We can do a whisper version. I verses. shouldn't
4: belt it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: not I'm unusual ready. to be loved by anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: anyway, he's at this lunch at my friend's
4: house. Did you know in advance that he was going to be there? My friend
1: goes, hey, you want to have lunch with Tom Jones? I go, like, oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, doesn't happen every day. The guy from <clears throat> Philadelphia? No. So I go, there he is, just hanging out. It's Playmates and Tom Jones. What? Oh yeah, playmates. Playmate. Playmates.
4: Like Playboy, Playboy playmates. Mates? Yeah, playmates. Oh, okay, Play- I thought like you real meant like playdates with, with the pens. Yeah. <laughs> <The> kids. <laughs>
1: No, 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 playmates, okay. like with their with their tops off mm-hmm. and stuff.
4: Oh
2: just hanging
4: yeah, out oh,
2: Topless Playmates.
1: I, I have photos. <laughs> of
2: course
1: you do. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, this is so odd. And it's like overlooking, it's a mansion. What kind
4: of lunch was this?
3: It's just I this
1: guy, this <laughs> my buddy has a bachelor pad that is absolutely it's 24,000 square foot home overlooking all of Los Angeles. And he has these little off the cuff parties where Alicia Keys comes by and then they'll have uh, who else is there? Uh, 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 Macy Gray pops by, and these are all – yeah, they, they wow. just pop by, and then, then then, they have a dinner. Then you have a dinner, and this was the bad part. He says, come over for lunch. I came in my shorts, but I didn't realize there's this dinner thing, and now I'm there with the shorts and the T-shirt but everybody dressed for dinner because people came later.
4: Oh, okay. so I'm a, so it's I'm a double... lunch that leads into dinner?
1: I did a double shift.
4: Oh,
3: okay. So you got
1: two meals. I did a double shift. Oh, my God. And the meals. It's ridiculous. Here, Give is me a catered lobster. And... Oh, of course. He's got a private chef. It's like, it's like you know, wow. you just put out your plate and there's a lobster on it. <laughs> I'm not used to rolling like this. this is, uh, and plus, I'm like, you know, you see where we live. I'm like Mr. Minivan guy. You know, I've got the family. And here I am, uh, playmates and Tom Jones. It was just really odd for me. Me. So then he gets up, and they have a, a, a coincidentally, my buddy's playing piano. They, he's hired uh-huh. to play piano for all the big stars that come in and sing. Tom Jones just gets up and starts doing Elvis songs because wow. he's really good friends with Elvis, and Elvis's manager was there. And it was just like freaky. I'm going, this is unbelievable. And and Mr. Put Me In Coach, I went up and sang. I followed <laughs> Tom you Jones. You didn't. Wow. You just I, stood up? I just said, you know, and I brought up uh, Craig Robinson. You know he is? He's on The Office. And that was cool. He's, uh, uh, Craig Robinson's the guy who, uh, in that movie. He goes, it's a hot tub time machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that guy. I go, come on up here with me. And I brought Telly Savalos' daughter. He's got a great voice. I go, get up here with me. And we sang uh, Lean On Me. Oh, that's I my, love that song. That's my go-to karaoke. So <laughs> I knew I could get it. I knew I could nail it. Ileana's embarrassed by it, but I nailed that my damn song. My
4: husband loves that
1: song. Oh, yeah, I should have bring him up next he time. He would I'm, love it. He I'm has a bring...
4: really good voice. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I hope
1: he she- can harmonize with me I only know how to go on my own and hopefully people that know music that's why I brought people that know music they came up and filled in the holes
6: uh-huh. so, <laughs> so you chose to go up and sing on your own
1: I'd sang on my own in front of Tom Jones now this is honest to God wow. truth I also went in the other room and he could hear me I was doing Les Mis in the other room
6: because
1: <laughs> so I'm belting out Javert and Tom Jones and I have it on film if you'd like to hear it I have it on Absolutely. film I actually asked him I evidence said, <laughs> I have evidence he goes Oh, I can curse on here. He goes, my God, you got fucking pipes like fucking Pavarotti. Where is he from? He's from Wales. Oh, is he? Oh. He's from Wales. And it's exactly what he He's got fucking pipes like Pavarotti. <laughs> I said,
2: can you, can you
1: see that on film? <laughs> on my iPhone? <laughs> to my mother? Because <laughs> my mother always told me I had to have pipes like Pavarotti too. So yeah, I asked him to do it and he did. He, that is oh. so cool. It was pretty cool little uh little
6: hollywood moment So i feel like last saturday was just like you're opening now you're just gonna yeah you're
1: coming <laughs> out that's musicals i think i next. think yeah i think that's what's happening for redemption. me yeah i think i think i'm going to start singing again but there's no there's no career they, they wouldn't even let me on on any of these shows. You need
4: to go on the voice. No, you can't go
1: on. You're too old.
4: No there's no age limit on the voice. Really? You go on.
1: Have to, come on. They've never there had is some no age they've limit. They've never had some crooner. Here, I'm gonna do Robert Goulet. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: Or America's Got Talent.
1: Come on, they do not yes, they they have do. a
6: minimum, but not like a maximum. There is
4: no age. maximum
6: yeah. age. There's no maximum? I no. Think, no? Yeah. no, there's no.
1: Can you imagine? They turn around in that damn voice chair and go, "Oh,
6: sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry I." Uh, well, that's I, kind I, of the point,
1: right? I hit the damn button too soon. I didn't know, realize. You work up there. But a, that is a comedian, yeah, middle aged comedian.
6: Blowing their minds because like, 'cause you're that age and you can sing like that.
4: And people root for people like you. Un- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people
6: like, like you. People
4: like you. You're that was kind. as condescending <laughs> as a
1: co-star. That was as condescending <laughs> as a co-star. How do you do it? Are there no. other people are you married to someone like you? So <laughs> you mean? just mean? said to me, Meredith. You know what I mean? <laughs> let me tell no, you. No, I don't like, know what you mean.
4: Someone, <laughs> someone who you, has you're trying to get
1: out of this and you're not going to. I'm not going to let off Someone. the hook on this. You totally took me down on that one. <laughs> that was a not. repeat of, you picture yourself in that damn chair at that sitcom <laughs> or whatever it was and she says that to you, you just said that to
4: me. But I'm saying it in a way where you had this whole talk with us about how you really had this redemption song yes. and... You are obviously a talented comedian and an actor, right. but how great would it be to have a, another career as a singer yeah. you after keep you've suppressed yourself. this talent all this time?
1: How about I do comedy with the with the song, and that way, if you bomb, you piss your pants. You go, <laughs> hey, how'd you like that? <laughs> yeah. Little laugh. Look, I pissed myself. That's that's why I got into comedy. You should piss yourself. That's true. And it's all a prop. <laughs> <laughs> i'm carrot top i use real pee. so uh meredith you're gonna keep on going here we got another hour that's our little break okay
4: that's fine
1: okay and uh <laughs> meredith eaton is here you know her from ncis the number one show on television also boston legal uh david e kelly show right
4: yes yeah what is. a writer he
1: is that must is. have been brilliant well we'll hear about that as well and you're also on family law which I thought was a fabulous show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have much more coming up, and Danny LaBelle is coming in. I have to tell you, I saw him perform uh, a few weeks ago, and said, "You're coming on my show. The guy's funny."
2: Gonna and we're going to
1: talk to him about he's going through a little obstacle as well. He has uh, he's decided to be an Orthodox Jew, and this is very difficult in the entertainment business, especially oh working wow. yes, especially working on Friday nights. We're going to talk to him yeah. about that. I can't wait. And uh, will you wait? Just a few minutes. We're coming right back.
7: is May 12th. Show your mom why you're the favorite by getting her flowers from ProFlowers. Flowers Flowers has one dozen rainbow roses for just $19.99. Or for just $10 more, upgrade to pink or yellow potted roses. With this beautiful arrangement, she'll be blown away. She might even forget the time when you were five and created the Sesame Street crayon mural on the living room wall. ProFlowers are guaranteed to last a full week or your money back. Ordering is fast and easy. And here's how you get this amazing Mother's Day deal. Go to ProFlowers.com Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in ToadHop. That's ProFlowers.com. Click on the microphone and type in ToadHop. So stop searching for the perfect Mother's Day gift. You already know what it is, and it's ProFlowers. Order now. This deal expires soon.
6: To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall just to find the thing you wanted.
4: Isn't even there at all? Amazon.com is yeah. shop at home in style and silent ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's a breeze.
6: Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for.
0: Kindle, cameras, <laughs> electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked <laughs> on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies and TV. download Music. MP3. Pixar Disney. <laughs> Microphone. Supplies and doggy bones. Or the Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scrub. System too. Click Amazon.
7: You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free.
0: It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl.
7: With Gamefly, choose from over six thousand titles. Play as long as you want, and send them back when you're done. 8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered.
0: studios in
1: hollywood
0: this this is the toadhopnetwork.com it is strongly addictive radio worth watching radio worth watching
1: there was a there was a blank there joel i was i was frightened for a moment we might have lost a hundred listeners during that (laughs) that 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 was it seems like a long gap it's probably a second and a half
6: maybe like three max three seconds or something but yeah that's forever in radio it is yeah but we're not in radio they can just
1: they can just scoot it up if they want. Yeah. <laughs> it's just they can just fast forward. I still, I still have a ha- having a hard time even saying what we do here for people mm-hmm. like around my in my generation do not know even what a. Pod- I have friends that have never heard this podcast.
4: Yeah, people don't know what a podcast. Some no. people don't know what a podcast is.
1: Do you listen to any Meredith Eaton? Do you listen to any?
4: I don't.
1: You don't at all. I don't. What do you just, listen to in your headphones? What goes in your headphones? I don't when you're listen a, to
4: headphones. You I mean, don't? Uh, no, not do, really. Do you work out? No, I should. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I you don't. You need to
1: do something to relax besides chasing your daughter around and, yeah. and hovering around her and putting <laughs> hand sanitizer and sunblock and everything else on there. That's You need to, You need to find something else. I know. Channel that well, energy. Well,
4: I, I read. I read a lot.
1: You're on her like zero dark 30 on, it, on the Bin Laden <laughs> compound, okay? I mean, really.
4: I know. I need to, I need to, um, to do something else. By the way, having... your husband
1: is too, the two of you. He... Bet- between the two, of- she's going to be in therapy. I know you're a therapist, actually.
4: I am. I am yeah. a therapist, certified therapist. Really?
1: Yeah. Four grade point average. I've
6: looked all of this up, <laughs> except for the damn sitcom, Joel. Uh, we have a guest from Twitter. We do. Uh, without a trace. Nope.
4: Who was that?
2: Twitter. <laughs> 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 it was. Uh, it was. <laughs>
6: I don't know if I should. Add, it was Pat. I'll leave the last oh. one. out. Was a
4: hi, Pat.
6: <laughs> Pat's the one who guessed. Yeah.
1: Pat oh, or I know Pat? him from Pittsburgh. Uh, sure. Yeah.
2: Pat. Does or his Pat? last
1: name begin with a C? Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, he guessed. Uh, he guessed without, without a, trace. a trace. And I thought that I I got a little inkling. And in take case you're tuning in um, late to the game. Meredith Eaton is our guest and has done so much television. <laughs> and had a moment where she will not reveal the television show because then we're going to know who the star was who sounded like an idiot.
6: Okay, ignorant. Let's just say ignorant. Ignorance, Ign- not as bad. As idiocy? Well, yeah, because it's unintentional. No, no, I'm going to go with idiot ahead of ignorance. <laughs> okay. When you, seriously? Let's discuss this. I'm I'm trying to soften this because I think we're getting close to who it is. We are. Well, you, you really mean, think it we're is? We're not.
4: Wa- we're not getting close. <laughs> <laughs> we are so I far away. I feel like I played away. a game with
1: my kid. Warmer, warmer, warmer. cold. <laughs> you oh very, God!
4: You are frigid. You're cold.
1: You need a jacket. That's what we do with my kids. Oh, wow, you're in the North Pole. Say <laughs> hi to Santa Claus while you're over there. Oh, oh getting a little warmer. Yeah. So don't you have – Joel, can't you look – so what we're doing is we're trying <laughs> yeah, to figure out – can look at the cast, Joel, right. No, not without a trace. That's oh. not the one. I think uh, it's another sure? show. I think. Uh, I think. She guest starred on a show that has a female lead in it. That's the only clue we have of finding out. So which yeah, is worse, ignorance or idiocy? <laughs> which, which is worse? Idiocy. I think, really? Yeah,
4: yeah because ignorance, you don't know any better. Mm-mm. You just don't know.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm going to go ignorance.
4: Ignorance I'm is bleeding ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> Idiocy? Well, I mean, let's think this out. I mean, I
1: have a big problem with ignorant people because you are not choosing... To look at another side of a narrative, I think that's where the ignorance comes in.
4: Okay. I'll
1: give you an example. I was brought up, uh, you know, with some racism and some prejudice in the house, right? Mm -hmm. So if I remained ignorant to another side, I would just stay that way. Okay? If I'm an idiot, I don't even have a choice <laughs> but, <laughs> because you're just stupid.
4: But how do you know that you're ignorant if that's all you know? No, and that's your well, truth. Well, well, that's what you think. What are you talking
1: about? And that's what I'm trying to say is there's another truth out there. Now, if you have any brains whatsoever, you know you have or consciousness, right. there is another choice. Unless you're an idiot, then you just go, duh. Right. Right? So, idiot is duh. Yeah. Right? And I'm I'm okay with that if you're a duh, you know, if you're just not that <laughs> – Right. Good. Uh, you're just That's what you got. But you don't get that with ignorance. You're not born with ignorance. You're born with idiocy. That's just my theory. Look, I'm coming up with this off the top of my head. It I don't sounds, know if it's it right. It's right. very
4: profound. Is it really? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't think that something ad-lib would be profound. It is. This would be something that I'd need to think and blog about first.
4: No, I believe it is. I mean, it definitely provides a different perspective. I
6: I, I think you can be raised with ignorance, though. Like, there must be. Yes, of course. That's that's what I'm, like, why I defend that is because there must be people. They're just not exposed. It's not that they avoided the truth or whatever. They just haven't been exposed to it. And then all of a sudden they realize they're an idiot because they say something and they're like, oh, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No. I just. Want to- <laughs> sometimes
0: they
4: don't.
1: I I don't know. I just don't think that they want to see it. I mean, I'm a, I'm in a Facebook battle right now, all right, yeah. with p- a person I think is ignorant. FBB. I think ig- ignorance is what's taking place because this person wants to not even have a dialogue. They want to remain in that position that That's they've been raised with. So you can't even offer another uh, space. You can't even invite them to another space yeah. because they're going, no, it's this way.
4: You can't permeate. And it's,
1: all, and it's perspective and perception that I have
6: a difficult time a lot of times with people. Is like, don't you understand? That's a perception issue. Yeah. But once they've That's, been exposed to another side, if they stick, then I don't think it's really ignorance anymore. Now it's just what is that? obstinance or okay. exactly. arrogance <laughs> or whatever else, you know they're arrogant to their ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> that's even worse. An sure. arrogant ignorant is the worst
1: thing you could be. And then they're just stupid. Then they just No, that's that's <laughs> what it, I'm it, saying. Is it, I think that stupid or or idiocy. I just think that's an IQ thing. And that's something you really can't help. I mean, you go yeah. study and get a little better. Sure. But I'm okay with that. But I'm not okay with you can Listen. Look at the uh, the 42 is a big movie out right now. You know, that's a Jackie Robinson story. Uh-huh. I got to go see this thing. That's about Ignorance. Yeah, that's not about stupidity. That's about people acting ignorant to a whole other world of African Americans. That's ignorance. Yeah, you're talking about Meredith Eaton. You're talking about ignorance to the words you say them. I'm not going to.
4: Well, uh, well, you <laughs> right. mean like people using the word midget? Exactly.
1: Or... It's just ignorance, but it's not but, idiocy.
4: No, I mean there. If you a were informed, line. if you were
1: informed, and you said it again. If you kept saying it again and again and again, then you'd be an idiot. Right. Well, wait a minute. Is that ignorant?
4: <laughs> See, but I don't, it's a very fine line that you bring up because yeah. I don't, like, on a daily basis, I am bombarded with, I guess, ignorance or idiocy. It's hard to say. I mean, there, I, people say things to me all the time. Let's, use, like,
1: let's use an example okay. that, that we can have in our real lives.
4: Okay, let me give you an example. Your husband. Oh, okay, what? <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> we're, we're at dinner. We're at dinner, and my wife is from Japan. Okay. She happens to be from the place in Japan that we're all familiar with the one that we dropped, you know, V8 bombs. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what does he say? Hiroshima? That
3: Here. place is the bomb. Oh. I <laughs> so have no idea.
1: My wife is from Hiroshima. And I think he even said Hiroshima, he even mispronounced it. He goes, Hiroshima, that's the bomb. That's how I say it. Does
4: I guess it's, I'm Hirosh- this- it's okay. Hiroshima.
1: But now that you know that, okay. 4 you're now going to know it's Hiroshima for right. the rest of your life. Yes. Right? You take that in. But let's get back to your husband. Was that idiocy? <laughs> or was that no. Let me tell you was something. That, was that English? My a, husband he was just trying hard to be funny.
4: And guess who laughed the loudest? Him. You. <laughs> you laughed the loudest. And my poor husband was mortified and said, I'm so sorry, because he is, he is not an, either, nor idiot, Mur- nor Mur- ignorant. Mur- he is let so me review, smart. let me
6: review.
1: Let's get to the bottom of my laughter. My laughter had nothing to do with that bad joke. It had everything to do with, oh, my God, am I going to use this for years? I'm going to torture this guy for years. It's like, I, I'm, like a, I'm like a shark. And you are. He just put blood, blood in, the in the water. water. He just, he just <laughs> my went, husband. oh, my God, I'm going to try a joke in front of a comedian and <laughs> a really bad one about where his wife is from. <laughs> that she, that her entire city was destroyed. But he
4: had no idea that, that your wife is from here. Even Hirosh- if, here right.
1: ha- Hiroshima.
4: Hiroshima. Hiroshima. <laughs> he didn't know.
1: I know. I know he didn't. But I'm never going to let him <laughs> forget it. <laughs> But that's the way I do. I do salivate when people uh, do things like that because I recognize myself. It, now, you're a therapist, so you must understand recognition yes. when you recognize something, when you identify something that's really you. Isn't that what really happens? I said this to mor- this morning on the Facebook uh, debate that I was having. I said, I recognize these ignorance, this ignorance because mm-hmm. I had it. Yeah. Have you ever had it? I mean, you've had r- racial profiling yourself, haven't you?
4: Oh, yeah, all yeah. the time. And you were probably
1: raised with it?
4: I've had – well, in terms of myself, yeah. I, I've had people shout at me because they think that I might have hearing issues because I'm small. Really? Um, <laughs> no. Oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: oh, really? Absolutely.
4: Seriously? People have sign – use sign language with me. I have like, abnormally small I ear canals. Well, I like, I was born. There, there, there's <laughs> – I mean, I've had people think that I live in a village w- amongst other little people. Really? Wow. That we all live together. Well,
1: I did want to ask this. This is not ignorant. This is a serious question. Yes. And I, I think I know the answer to this. I'll bet you hang out, though, with a number of uh, people who have dwarfism. No? No. no. You don't have a, It's you knew Danny right away.
4: Because we're both in the entertainment business.
1: That's what I'm saying. In the entertainment business, there are very few go-to –
4: Little people. little people, right? Right, that is true. So
1: you must at I, least audition against one another, but is there is there a community?
4: Yeah, there is a community. Um, there's an organization yes. called Little People of America. Must be. And they you know, meet every year and have conventions, but I am not in that circuit. I mean, I do have several friends that are little people across the country. A bunch of
1: comedians, too. There are a number of comedians that are.
4: Right. that's true yeah um now did, what do
1: you think of them because they're obviously going to be self deprecating you probably don't like a lot of that
4: well self, self-deprecating to a certain extent is fine but when they're mm. laughing at you not with you then that becomes problematic it's to going me. to be at then, Just then to, that's
1: th- that's a fact
4: yeah well that's we're me- gonna have
1: brad williams on uh, in a few weeks do you know brad williams
4: no. Really really funny.
1: But I mean, you know, every one of his pictures Is he a little know.
4: person. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. every
1: one of his pictures, it's like you're laughing even at the picture. You go, I'm going to go see that guy. -hmm. You know he's surrounded by you know a woman where you know he's basically a dot looks like like a semicolon right. So you're you're going oh this is going to be funny
2: yeah.
4: So isn't that funny? Is it that he's using himself as a sight gag or is he? I mean, is all his stuff about being not all of it, not
1: all of it, but he lures you in with. Listen, a lot of comics do that. A lot of comics walk on stage. You go look at me. And they're bleeding from the word go. Yeah. Yeah. Like they they go, look, I'm fat. Where's the buffet or whatever? Yeah. Panette says or whatever. (laughs) You know, you go.
6: I'm bleeding for you and now you feel for me.
4: Yeah.
6: And And it it is a way to remember uh, because there's the guy and I can never remember his real name, but he always starts out with talking about how he looks like a fat Val Kilmer. And he's hysterical, but now that's how I remember him because he's like, "Yeah, I look like a fat Val Kilmer."
1: Yeah, that you go with the you go yeah. with the the look. That's mm. what you open up with. I used to open up with a guy uh, that nobody knows anymore, so mm. I can't use it. I'd say John Boy Walton, and I'd put a mole on my face. Uh-huh. It got big roars. It doesn't right now <laughs> because no one knows who. Do you know? Have you ever heard of the Waltons? Yeah, was a TV series. Sure. Good night, John Boy, and he had a mole on his yeah. chin, and I look just like him so now i don't i have, now I have no opening right <laughs> I've no opening i'm not nothing visual that I can go by. Hey, I'm a white guy
4: yeah. six foot
1: two two hundred pound white guy. you know what <laughs> I mean it just doesn't nobody's bleeding for me you know it doesn't work that but, way
4: see the problem I have with comedians in particular little people yeah. that that their whole shtick is about their height is that it, it it's it's makes my cause, you know, tough because I'm here saying that it's not okay to use the word midget. It's offensive. Mm -hmm. And then comedians that are little sometimes will – that's all that they talk about. And then you're sending the message it's okay to laugh about that. Yeah. So – for me, personally, it's not my cup of tea. You don't
1: seem like the type of person, though, that uh, uses it as an excuse for any sort of failure.
4: My height? Yeah. No. Never. No. It's so odd
1: to me. I think that's awesome. But why awesome. would I? I mean, well, Why would you? Because people use excuses all the time. We have a big victim society, blaming all the time. No. I mean, And then, uh, you know, I mean, everybody, I've been using excuses my whole life. We all have, right? You have an excuse for when you're late to school. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I used to do? I'd forge Ruth Holmes's name. She was the person who did the notes in uh-huh. school. <laughs> Everyone knew how to do Ruth Holmes. I can still do that R. <laughs> she was like the secretary there. But we always had an excuse. You have an excuse. And a lot of people, when they fail in life or they fail on stage or they fail in their career, whatever career they choose, mm-hmm. they have an excuse. They go, oh, that's because I you yeah. know, fill in the blank. And they and it becomes their story. You never made it part of your story. Well,
4: it doesn't work for me. I mean, that's the thing. Like, so what? You know, I'm I'm short. Who cares? You know, I've, everything that I've ever wanted to accomplish in my life, I've gone for it. Yeah. And for the most part, I've accomplished it. Now I look at my life with, I'm so blessed. My husband is a loving, devoted yeah. husband and an amazing father. Right. And he's gorgeous. Great yeah. photographer. A great photographer. Best at he's, good, photographer. He's got a great
1: eye, good, good at what he does. Absolutely. So, yeah, you you found that and person. And so I am and so blessed. And how did you me meet, by the way? Did
4: at Starbucks. Really? No yeah, way. we met at Starbucks. Right. Uh-huh. He walked in, and I was sitting there reading a script. I was on Boston Legal at the mm-hmm. time. And he walked in, and I thought, oh, he's so cute. Yeah. Um, and I got kind of shy, and I decided I was going to bolt because I, I didn't want him to see me looking at him, and I was sort of embarrassed. And, and he stopped me. And he said – I mean, we sort That's of were so- making eyes. And he said, yeah. I will not forgive myself if I don't at least ask you if I could refill whatever you're drinking. Aww. I promise you I'm not a creep. Will you give me a chance? Just can we sit and talk for a few wow. minutes? And he has the most incredible dimples and I'm a huge fan of dimples and the dimples just got me. He's
1: also, but he's also got game. I mean that's like from he's the thirties. That's that's from like a thirties black and white movie. So gallant, did he put like a coat down over a puddle? I mean, <laughs> I mean seriously, that's no, like he ridiculous. Picks me up, I couldn't he come up with those words up. if you gave me a, a, a typewriter in nine days to come up with that script. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Everyone and I... should go to his camp. That's like singles camp. This guy's a genius. Yeah,
4: he, he really... I, I'm
1: going to try to repeat that, I, although I never need it again, do I? <laughs> you don't. It was so fan if, if ever I'm writing a script about somebody who's meeting someone, that's a great opening line.
2: He,
4: he I wouldn't
1: forgive me. myself if I couldn't fill your cup of coffee. He
4: did. and, and so <laughs> dirty, I'd
1: be going, if I could fill that cup of coffee and do a love master. You just made so,
4: it into something completely different. I know I
1: did. <laughs> I know that's how I roll, unfortunately. <laughs> but I did not meet my wife that way. We met... on. similar circumstances We just met through a friendship And that's what he did He he came up with like You were friends sitting there right? Although you were checking out the dimples
4: I was And I felt instantly comfortable And we sat And we closed Starbucks down Really? I mean we sat there for hours And then He Well you're all caffeinated Of course (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's gonna gonna go You're gonna be there until 2am Hey how's it going (laughs) What do you
3: want Those dimples are really hot
1: (laughs) We're getting a call from the uh, 215 That's my hood Mm-hmm. That's my hood. That's how we call it, too. Let me see. I wonder if they're calling for Meredith Eaton is our special guest. 215, of Philadelphia. Who's this? Who I'm is this? Dial
6: the wrong number. Sorry. <laughs> you got the wrong number? Ah.
1: <laughs> uh... He had the wrong number.
6: No idea. He just called a radio show. He knew. That's funny. He knew. how really? could you have
1: the wrong number? You're calling three two three Toad or whatever the hell this is, <laughs> and you're calling from Philadelphia. Well, it also
6: has numbers associated. What's that? <laughs> there are also numbers. No, I know that. With-
1: you know what I'm saying. I'm, it's comedic exaggeration. <laughs> but that guy knew who he was calling. Come mm-hmm. on, it couldn't be. It couldn't be that big of a coincidence. Uh, we we have a guest coming up by the way, Danny LaBelle. And uh, I'm I'm very excited about this because he's, he's not only funny, he's made some choices in his life that I want to discuss with him. We were talking about earlier is, is you make, you make these choices and then you have to uh, deal with those choices. Yes. You know, now if you, you made a decision in your life to no longer be a therapist or are you an active therapist?
4: No, I'm not an active therapist. I went to school for my, uh, I have my master's degree in clinical psychology and I started my doctorate program. And then I decided I was going to randomly go on a casting call. They were looking for a little person to star in a movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, with, star in a movie?
4: With Kathy Bates and Dan Aykroyd and Rupert Everett. And, you got it? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try this. I'm short and (laughs) I fit the bill and I went in. never acted before no come
1: on never a single acting class
4: none not one
1: you know this is really irritating two weeks in a row two weeks in a row Joanne Willett was here last week she happened to be in an office of an agent oh come in here How does this work? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm in acting classes playing like a mule with a yeast infection so I can get my private moment (laughs) so they can understand that I'm Stanislavski over here and I'm I'm, I'm fully immersed in my part. I dyed my hair to be on your damn show. And you just walk in and you get your first – you get the lead?
4: Well, I – yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You didn't sugarcoat that for me, did you? <laughs> I know.
4: And that's how I got my start. I moved to Chicago, and we filmed that movie. It was called Unconditional Love. Um, the director was P.J. Hogan. Mm-hmm. He directed My Best Friend's Wedding. And, Jeez. Um, so, so that
1: just started your career. You're going, I'm, I'm staying with this. Then and I decided. You're going to give up the therapy.
4: Well, I didn't, really, because then I... Came to L.A., moved here. Mm -hmm. That was my catalyst to move here. And I got Family Law, my first series. Wow. And then after Family Law got canceled, it was really quiet. And I was forced to... Oh, for to... like
1: six months. No, okay. no. Was quiet. It, it was I've been pleasant. quiet for decades. Okay? since I haven't worked since family law with you in 2002, for God's sake.
4: Well, stop playing mules with <laughs> you. Go get Listen, some work. When
1: when they call for that part, I am ready. <laughs> I've, I've been in a mule in a tub. I've done everything in these damn acting classes. Have you ever taken acting classes? No.
4: What? What? I don't. I'm... I don't. I... I... You know, I really do bring my life into my acting. I mean, I really I the term method acting really accompanies but like what I do because I play a lot of characters that have sass and have obstacles and right. and deal with people not knowing and and just I mean, so it's inherent in who I am. Mm-hmm. So it's not such a far reach for me.
1: Yeah, but and you can you can really access pain, I'm sure, very absolutely.
4: easily. Absolutely, I've had, I've been through it. Yeah, I haven't had. There's it actually easy. a
1: stand-up comic, we won't say his name, that he still has has offered pain to you when you were younger, right? Oh, yeah. Please <laughs> was,
4: don't promote him. That was <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, he he's he, a pretty well-known stand-up comic. And, he's, and and he
1: was he was mean to you when you were younger. So you went to high mean. school
4: together. No. So uh, he was my friend's neighbor. We went to a, like different schools. Yeah. And um, I met in him. In Long Island. In Long Island. Okay. And I had a huge crush on him. You did? Huge.
1: Okay. My dimples. first
4: crush. No dimples. I
1: can't wait to see him and see if he has dimples. He okay. doesn't <laughs> have dimples. <laughs> okay. But
4: I really, really liked him. And we would spend hours on the phone. We had like sleepovers on the phone. And we just had the best relationship. And then... I did something terrible. What? I I went to a bar mitzvah, and I met his his neighbor. Yeah. And he asked me to be his girlfriend, and I said yes. And I don't. I think I was scared that. You went with a friend I did. instead of the
1: one you had the crush on. I
4: did because I didn't think the one I had a crush on really liked me. I'm with way. you
1: on that. I did that. Aww. I've been with sisters before. And. <laughs> <laughs> and I did the same thing. I'm with. Huh, this is the next best thing. I have guts with a sister.
4: And, and, and he really turned on me with a vengeance and then re- was so mean. And, and he went and after
1: your appearance?
4: Yes, he did. Yeah. And he wrote terrible songs about me and made fun of me and harassed me. Wow. And, um.
1: But you the pain of you going out with his friend has led to his comedy career. So see.
4: Oh, I don't know about that.
1: Well, we all draw from pain, don't we? Yeah. You draw from pain when you're doing your work on NCIS.
4: Yes. Don't <laughs> What do you play
1: on NCIS?
4: Um I play a uh, forensic criminologist like Polly. I'm sorta I help her out in the lab. And she's your best crimes. friend in
1: real life and she's your best friend on the show. By the way, what yes. a great friend though to get you on the show.
4: She is I gotta
1: watch you. I butter up. Amazing. I <laughs> know? Up Be nice to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm nice to you? Oh yeah. it could happen. Oh, well, okay. Yes.
4: <laughs> she's she's amazing. And um, she, the yeah. part is, is fantastic, and the NCIS fans are incredible. They had this whole Twitter campaign to get me back on the show.
1: And it worked. And it worked. And now you're regular. And a regular. I'm not a ha-
3: regular, but ha- I recur. We're
1: happy that uh, recurring. Yeah. I got that. I'm recurring on Parks and Recreation. I'm on in a couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. And you can catch me live in Atlanta at the Punchline this weekend. And we all have more comedy coming up because we have a guy, I saw him uh, a few weeks ago. One of the rare occasions where I actually do a set that's only a few minutes. Uh I usually just headline. I'm very snobby. And I don't really see other comedians. And I was upstairs. I'm watching this guy. I go, this guy's got the goods.
2: Wow.
3: Yeah,
1: he's got the goods. You know, some people have it, Some people don't. He just walks up on stage. He's got the confidence. And then Kevin Nealon interviewed him. And he's right right there in the pocket. I'm going, he's got it. So I wanted him on the show. So here he is. He's going to come up after we take a break. Remember, we got to pay for this shit. Um- <laughs> <laughs> Pro Flowers has a dozen rainbow roses for $19.99. Go, go there. Click on the microphone. Put in toad hop. Can you do me a flavor here? Just put in toad hop. Okay? And then you can get a dozen roses for $19.99. Another $10. You can upgrade to pink potted roses or yellow potted roses. Do that, would you? Just do me that. Just a, 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 I'm not asking for much. You're actually getting something from it, okay? You get people that are happy. They open up your roses. They don't know you clicked on Toad Hop. Just throw that in there. (laughs) You're going to get flowers for someone anyway. Go to, go to proflowers.com, okay? You know that a lot of occasions are coming up. We have Mother's Mother's Day. Day. Mother's Day is coming up. One of my top occasions. Mine too. I'm going to thank my mother by giving her flowers for sending me into the comedy business from all the pain.
4: That's really nice. Isn't it?
1: <laughs> Thanking you for my pain. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, to- cl- Toad Hop, click on the microphone and they order now because the deal is going to expire. Daniel LaBelle
0: coming up. Stay with us. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.
1: Uh, Meredith Eaton is our co-host today. Sarah, I hope you're feeling better.
4: I hope so, too. She's not listening to the damn show.
1: (laughs) She she said she has a fever. Really? Yeah, I got texted and called. You know when she calls, it's serious, because it's always texting with her.
4: So she's not hypochondriacal at all?
1: No, 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 she's not one of those. It's the first show she's ever missed. Wow. No, it's not. Hypochondriacal.
5: I like that. I like that too. That comes from. Never
6: heard that tense before.
5: Certified master's,
1: doctorate uh, therapist over here, and plays a forensic (laughs) forensic scientist on (laughs) NCIS. So she knows the words. I bet you have to go over those words all the time. Mm, Yeah. Sarah's normally not the uh, the type to. uh, I know that when she made the actual phone call, not the texting. This texting, by the way. I'm irritated with it. Uh, I'm I'm getting irritated. Remember when you were a kid, you actually said, "Dude, you went to people's houses and you went, can you play? (laughs) You actually said, can you play? Uh Do the kids still go up to the house and go, hey, can can Mark sit next to me while I text? That's how they play now. They text next to each other. It drives me
4: nuts. And everyone texts instead of calls. And I have such an issue with that. So do I. It's so avoidant.
1: I agree with you. And you're driving. Am I supposed to get next? Day? And then Hi. they go, and they go, hey, where are you? I'm driving is what I want to <laughs> yell, but you can't yell that enough. Here, all caps, I'm telling you this. Danny LaBelle is here. Danny, what kind of feet do you have? What, do you have good feet? Pretty good feet. Pretty good feet. You know, I mean, you're a sturdy fella. I mean, you're yeah. you're you're a, a, a large. I don't call, I don't have any complaints about my feet. No, so no. those feet are holding up that uh, the that girth. body, yes. Okay, you got a you good got strong a, feet. You got a good girthy body with yes. good strong feet. Well, you know what? Good Viking feet. You should have, you should have good <laughs> shoes. You should have good shoes. That's what my
5: grandma always says. And
1: I'm, uh, well, you tell your grandmother this too. She we says it's you, very you important. You can go to HealthyFeetStore.com, and it's made by orthopedics surgeons oh good these are the best shoes and you have any kind of shoe that you possibly could want they even have flip-flops which we used to call thongs back
4: flip-flops too even flip-flops
1: that that are also orthopedic they told the thongs until the real thong came out but yes we used to call them thongs so danny i want you to go there and you can get a discount by just putting laugh it off 2013 you not only you Danny but anyone who's listening they can go there and get some shoes I'd like to think it's
0: more me it gives them an exclusivity <laughs> I'm directing you know? it to
1: you what I'm doing is I'm combining the live read ad yeah ad living, and looking you personalizing it personalizing it, it yeah. and making it about our next guest
5: I was excited till I found out everyone could do it yeah. <laughs> who wants to hear your credits He's Los
1: Angeles based internationally touring comedian Danny LaBelle here he is featured on uh, the american life co-hosted the award winning comical radio of which that's where we met that's where we met yeah yes. now i have one little one little uh, gripe uh, just Go one little it. gripe with okay. your bio you name comedians of you know you know when you're bragging that's mm-hmm. what you do in your bio
4: you brag name drop yeah you, you,
1: you, you want to know something?
5: i don't even know what's in that bio my girlfriend's my publicist she's a publicist and she wrote the bio she <laughs> did i never even read it uh,
1: well, I, I, happen, I happen to know. Go, I'm going to read it for you. Yeah, okay. I happen to know that you had really famous comedians yeah. on this show, okay? Okay. And this is who she chose as he's worked with the big uh, uh, guest star entertainers, such as Colin Quinn. I'll give you that one. That's pretty okay. good. But Patricio, Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Well, he's dead. Yeah. So if you want to go with a dead guy, you go with you worked with George Carlin on there. Okay. You pick that over Patrice O'Neill and Todd Barry, okay? No, Craig Shoemaker. This is so funny. This is, <laughs> she, she changed the bio. Is where nice does where does this
5: bio come from? Whatever show you're
1: going on, change the bio. He's worked with illuminaries such as Craig Shoemaker, Adam Carolla.
5: If you're that's an interesting that choice. I love Todd Barry. I didn't know he was. Yeah, I didn't on. know any of these guys were on there. But that's I love that's the, you who she know, chose.
1: I don't know. Did you know that the uh, you've received, you've you've gotten press
5: from the Scotsman? I mean, that's a, true. I'm very proud of that. Really? A, yeah.
1: You're so proud that it's
5: on here. And that that I That's something I'm sure I said to my girlfriend, make sure you put that in there.
4: Because that's important.
5: Because, yeah. I mean, the Scotsman, my mom is from Glasgow, from no. S- Scotland. and really? uh, Yeah. I and, wouldn't have pegged that one. Yeah. I come from a very uh, exclusive group of Scottish Jews, uh, Scottish Jewry. There's only 5,000 Scottish Jews in the world. Wow. Uh, and my family goes back at least four generations in the city of Glasgow, and we kind of helped my grandfather's father, my great grandfather, started clothing lines and uh was very uh very instrumental in building up that whole business in Glasgow, which today the the biggest uh department store for men's department store is Slater's menswear in Glasgow. And what? the original I- Mr. Slater used to uh, get his fabrics and stuff from my great grandfather. And Slater's uh-huh. has gone on to become a huge chain like Macy's in the UK. So anyway, the point is <laughs> that my, my family is very, Big uh, in the roots of the city of Glasgow, so being in the Scotsman is very important.
3: Sure.
1: Well, I guess that would. I wow. I, I, I see that. I, <laughs> I I I did. I do not know many Scottish Jews. <laughs> yeah. When you think Jews, you don't go. Yeah, Glasgow. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not thinking they're eating haggis <laughs> or whatever the hell
5: it is. All right and my uncle Avi who passed away used to be the only one who ever made scottish haggis he was a kosher butcher in glasgow wow. uh, so the kosher haggis only existed uh through my family roots also nice wow. now uh, that should be in the damn that bio. that, that, should, be that should be in the by <laughs> <to>, you, <laughs> you think
1: i want to know you think i want to know <laughs> you're on npr this american life over there they you have Slater's, you sold fabric to Slater's, That's, or, and I
5: still get a discount at Slater's Menswear that nobody gets. They still honor it. It's a huge, that is it's so a big, cool. deal. it's the best menswear, the very best. I, you sound like you should have a little
1: <laughs> microphone that we'll click on. And, and I would put love in to. Danny
5: LaBelle for a discount, I'll get free shipping. You know, like you have these little goals. Like if if I make it, I want this and that. Yeah, you know? I, I, yeah, I yeah, want to be a ones. spokesman for Slater's Menswear. That's it. I'm taking the long route. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It's, I, I have those little weird goals. Yeah? Did you have any, Meredith,
1: growing up? Well, you didn't grow up wanting to be in show business. No. Mm-mm. But, if, but I, it's the well, I mean, I had thing.
4: goals. Yes, I <laughs> had goals.
1: I, I didn't, I, I might, okay, what were your goals? Did you have... Uh,
4: my goals were to complete school, get my master's okay. degree, get married, have a family.
1: Oh, you're an achiever. What are yeah. you, Tony frickin' Robin over <laughs> here? <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> wow, you really achieved them all. I have I always had stupid ones. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I wanted to be, well, I've said this before. Paul Lynn was the center square in uh, on the Hollywood Squares, mm-hmm. a very effeminate man, mm-hmm. wore an ascot. Uh-huh. And I wanted him to not only be my father, I wanted to be the first father son team on the Hollywood Squares. That was my goal. That's uh, unattainable. I, I pictured
3: yeah, it as unattainable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is why I've never achieved any goal. Every one of my goals is unattainable. <laughs> Here's the gayest man <laughs> in show business. I said, that's going to be my father. He's going to marry my mother. And that's good. I want Craig and Paul Lynn for the win. That's all I wanted.
3: Uh, okay? How sad.
1: Well, that's not sad. You did get like you on... I ended that. up on Hollywood Squares. Oh, Hollywood. I was in 75 episodes. I was every square but the center square, but Whoopi would let me visit, and she'd be Paul that's, Lynn.
4: That's amazing. I sat
1: on her lap, and she'd go, hello, son. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that was my visual. We all have odd odd goals. Now... Now, Danny, somehow in your uh, search for self, I'd say, uh, you decided to be orthodox.
5: Is I wouldn't, this correct? It's it's uh, it's along the lines of correct, but I wouldn't what you told label me it as street. orthodox. That's what you told me on the street.
1: I was, yeah. I, I was, I was, well, I, what I
5: like to do is I like to lie to people. <laughs>
1: <and> then, uh, <laughs> so they have you on the show. Because I found that to be very interesting. No, no, no. It's, you threw in the other things, and I'm going, now nah, I'm not biting. Now that one I bit on, but now you're going to say, nah, right. not really, Craig, I made
5: that up. No, 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 no. I didn't make that up. <laughs> I had some masa just the, yesterday. Just I won't title myself orthodox. I won't you use won't the label. That. You won't do that yet. But, maybe yet or maybe ever, but... Yeah? What I told you is true. I, uh, I am a, more of a practicing Jew than most that you'll find. Okay. Um, I grew up Orthodox. I moved away from it completely. You I, grew up? I grew up. Really? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm still no, kind of a child. No,
1: really? That must have been uh, Difficult. We're talking about obstacles. That's a difficult thing, really, because it depends where you grew up. Right. New York. What do you think in is New
4: difficult, York. growing up Orthodox? Or, or just
1: well, growing, up. Or just if you're growing in, up. I can guarantee if you're in Scotland, it's difficult. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So we can go with levels. Although Alabama, did, yeah. definitely difficult. Very mort- impossible. impossible. I did study for
5: my bar mitzvah with a rabbi in Scotland. Uh, a Moroccan rabbi taught me my bar mitzvah parsha in Scotland over the summer
1: really mm-hmm. that's that, uh, so but what i'm saying is it's difficult because it's not a it's not something that's very it's not acclimated to a society right there's a person the other day for instance on the it was on uh on the news they put themselves in complete plastic on the mm-hmm. airplane did you see this no. they wrapped themselves in complete plastic because they were going to fly over places that had Shellfish, or I don't know. It was like what? something. It was something like they were going to fly over places that they needed to be cleansed from it. So they and they're Orthodox and they wore all plastic. That's o- bizarre. O- over <laughs> <the other.
3: Okay.
1: laughs> I,
5: I, I don't know. I thought it was your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> it could be, I mean, but I mean,
1: but it's 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 not acclimate, assimilate. It's a, it's not an assimilated thing. And, be, and, be, sure. and because the, those customs are so
5: old, right? That and some need to be go away. So the yeah, Don't you think, I think you ever question. I think some there of them? needs to be more modernity in 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 uh, religious Judaism. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you made a decision to go back to it, and for what reason?
1: What compelled you? So I can. Uh, as being a stand-up comedian, that's also a little something you have to. I was exiled with.
5: from the Jewish people as a kid. I went to yeshiva. I was a pretty good yeshiva student, but a very bad academic. Mm-hmm. And the school that I w- attended for high school, they were. Uh, in their first year as a high school, as a yeshiva high school, and they were very, um, what's the word, determined Mm -hmm. to have this high academic prestige. They were calling themselves the gateway to Harvard or Yale or whatever. And it got close to time for the regents, and they figured out that I was going to bring down, me and a few other bad academic students, they were going to bring down the average of the entire school with our low regents grades, so they kicked me out. Wow, and, I, I'd be like welcoming you because that's good for the curve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: I love the dummies. Yeah. They Not that you were a dummy, but <laughs> <laughs> or ignorant or idiot. <laughs> we were going over that earlier. But okay, so, so, so they, they, they didn't want. They
5: kicked me out. And I was actually a very good Judaic scholar. You know, I, uh, when it came to Talmud and Gemara and that kind of stuff, I excelled. When it came to math and science, I wasn't uh, doing well. <laughs> I wanted to continue on in a different yeshiva, but nobody would take me. Because it was the middle of the year and it was very bizarre to kick out a student in the middle of the year if they weren't a troublemaker or a, a drug addict or something. Nobody could comprehend such a bizarre choice. So the only Jewish school that would take me was the one for dropouts and drug addicts. So I got sent. to So it was like a Jewish
4: this. alternative school. It was school. fucked
5: up Jews. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it on, I'm concurring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah, a school yeah. for fucked up Jews. So, uh, so I got yeah. sent to that to that one, and um,
1: what the school? So it's kind of like an alternative school. So it's like it was, Mon- Montessori. Something. Run by Monty. Yeah, something <laughs> like <laughs> The Montessori school. Yeah, it was it was Come on, basically. I thought that was a good ad. <laughs> yeah. That deserved much <laughs> a bigger laugh. I, 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 <laughs> there you go. I was trying to combine a Jewish name with a Montessori. Come on. All right. So, you, you, so you're there, and how, when do you decide to be a comedian? I mean, this is a guy who's religious. I mean, you're very religious, and it, it, yet you're on your CD, it's like... Uh, Gangster South African diabetic
5: strippers. How right, do you right, go, right. How do you <laughs> go from the Haftarah to well, that? well, I think I think it's a there's a difference between religious and observant and I think, you okay. know, for me personally there's there's an inner conflict between um reverent and irreverent, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um I fight with with that. Uh you ever read yeah. My name is Asher Lev or any uh, that that's just a really good book about a uh, a Hasidic kid mm-hmm. who grows up and he's an artist and he likes to paint crucifixes basically gets exiled from the Hasidic community yeah. he still wants to be Hasidic but inside right. the artist wants to paint his you know rabbis or his family on crucifixes and and naked women I there's admit, there's was- an artist yeah, and then but you're an artist too, and this must be
1: right. very difficult for you to to uh, comprehend, or because these are old school traditions. Sure, not only old school, but they're really severe. I mean, they'll kick you out of things. You yeah, know,
4: there's a lot of exiling. Of exil- a lot of exiling. A lot of exiling. it's like it's Seems like sort of sacrilegious you know, to
1: me. Exactly, don't you realize it's yeah. the whole exile thing didn't work for us, right? right? We're, you know, we're you might be getting
4: away. From you that. might
1: want to think about it, <laughs> uh, You know want to do what was done to you, right? You know, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So uh, I heard something nice I I recently. As, yeah. as a comedian, you would be doing a lot of questioning. I do with all of religions. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that must be difficult for you, and yet you still are compelled to follow even deeper into your faith.
5: There are different things. First of all, I have a separation mentally between God and religion. Mm-hmm. I'm a God believer, and I see a lot of beauty in religion, and for me specifically, the Jewish religion. I don't necessarily connect the two in my head. Really? So for me, it's the rituals of Judaism as I practice them that can add and, and beautify my life, I will take on. I'm not taking them on necessarily because I believe that God would uh, have a preference whether I do or don't. Um, right. I, God, is
1: God, I mean, God would not guide me to uh, to uh, make love to my wife through a sheet.
5: Right. Well, <laughs> I, that's actually a misconception of Judaism. Really? That's not a real law, but... Uh, but I under, the concept is right. Be, anything that's bizarre, be it a sheet or anything, why would God, for me and you know, for you, the same. So I, I figure if there's something that I can understand and I, and I take the time to try and understand right. it uh, through a Talmudic perspective, mm-hmm. through uh, it, just a rational perspective, and if, if I find that this, in fact, could benefit my life, then I'll take it on. So you kind of like you're, when you're reading, you're kind of choosing the things that you resonate with, the things right. that work for you. Now the, the things where God can work through you. Sure, and I right? could be considered a heretic in an Orthodox community. I can't label myself Orthodox for that right. reason. So then you're out on that. So when we talk I'm Ms. a rogue Street- Jew, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rogue Jew, but I'm, but I see a lot of beauty and value in a lot of uh, traditions that Orthodox mm-hmm. people take on. And the reason I had to reexamine it is because my girlfriend decided to convert, because she's nuts. And, uh, and, and what was she before? Uh, she was a Christian atheist and uh, who believed that she's a reincarnated Holocaust survivor. I've never, seen, I've never, I've never survivor. seen the Christian atheist <laughs> church. Where is that church? I don't know. Come join us. <laughs> I think you guys missed the end of but that. She, and she thought she was a reincarnated, reincarnated Holocaust survivor. That's what she told me. She's always believed that... So for, at first I just thought I was dating a crazy person, which made perfect sense to me because why are they with me? You know? <laughs> so, so that rationally made a lot of sense. Yeah. But, you know, the more you talk to people, the more you find out that we're all pretty crazy and that this is probably just her specific craziness. Mm. And, and who knows? You know, we really don't know anything. Maybe, maybe there is a concept of reincarnation of souls. I'm not here to say is there she, is or it, isn't, but, you know, yeah. it, it could be. And she's, she's in the process of converting? She's been in the process of converting for, for the past two years, and uh, does she go to the mikvah and all that stuff? At, I the, mean, at the very end of it, she would go to the mikvah. Really? Yeah. I, I think
4: that's the last she, thing yeah. that you do. Yeah,
5: I was a lifeguard at the mikvah. <laughs> I
1: bet you are. <laughs> no one knows what that means? Yeah, I, that was just uh, yep yeah,
5: It's anyway. Well, I kind of do actually. Explain what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, so so for me, there's been a lot of that questioning, and and throughout my life, I've been sort of like struggling with this idea of you know god or or right. no god and 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 rules or no rules that's the thing mm-hmm. is that, that really mm-hmm. bothers me
1: it's interpretive rules religions have them and you have this hierarchy and it's it's always men it's you know white men and it just doesn't make any sense to me that's that's what doesn't that never, that's why i gravitated towards what you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier is like like a higher source a higher power like a god right that I believe that's what's, you know, really making things happen. I always wanted to go on Bill Maher. He, he divides people. I, I love Bill Maher.
4: I love Bill Maher. He's a, one
1: of the brightest people out yeah, there. Like but there's Bill one Maher. thing that I don't dig. That he doesn't have anyone on who's in between. He's It's it's always to him he divides people into, oh, you believe in this, you know, in, in, in arcs and walking on water and it's a bunch right. of crap and, and all that. And and it and, and, or you're an atheist. There's no
4: gray. There, well, yeah, there, there, but there is a
1: gray. There's a, there's like a, for him. Whatever you want to call it, it's like whatever your source is. Whether it's truth, honesty, it could be just conviction to to being a good person Mm -hmm. you know the God is just good right I mean is it it sounds like that's kind of Danny it sounds like where where you
5: are I think at the core of all rational thinking is agnosticism but there's agnosticism that leads to that leans towards godliness or or a sense of a divine power Mm -hmm. and there's agnosticism that leans towards atheism that's true but yes. anybody who says i know a hundred percent is full of shit and that's that's a probably a fact you know because nobody knows a hundred percent one way or another you can you can really truly believe you can be a devout believer you can be unshaken in your beliefs but you don't know well you, you can know. have
1: experiences that you would lead you to believe that yes indeed i can i can attribute that to a
5: divine order Sure, could, you, you know can't can attribute like it, it, but you still don't know. You, you, you believe yeah. that's the word. It's bo- It's, it's the not word a is si- It's not a perfect science. Right. Exactly. So it's it's really just based on the evidence that you get in your life and how you interpret it. Yeah. Whether or not you believe in God. So a, a, a fanatic religious person and uh, a fanatic atheist are both, you know, fundamentalists to me. You know, and it it, it doesn't make sense. You really. Right. If you're not in that middle area of trying to find your own truth, then you're just trying to uh, you're just trying to push buttons in a way.
1: Yeah, and, but truth can be your god. I Absolutely. mean, that's and, and I believe that I believe Bill Maher is a very religious person. I want to tell him that because he tells yeah. the truth.
5: He tells the truth as he
1: sees it. No, it's not everybody else's truth. Sure. But I mean, is there anybody else out there co- comedically? There's not many people that are that con- have that much conviction to the truth. And what if you say that's my God? Right. It's just, it's semantics as well. You, you know, you're
5: never mean? wrong if you're being honest. I, I that's, um, yeah,
1: that's that's the truth.
5: I I interviewed uh, back on Comical Radio. I'll, I'll name drop. Yeah. Just <laughs> for the show. I to put I, it on your bio. I interviewed Larry King once, there you and go. I that and I be, asked that him should how be, to, that should be ahead of Colin Quinn. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I asked him. I said, you know, sometimes I do these interviews, and somebody will say something, and I don't know what they're saying. It maybe it's beyond my intelligence, or I just never learned it. Mm-hmm. And then it's really awkward and embarrassing. You know, I, this person's going on about this thing, and you're like just sitting there, and you're now lost. <laughs> you know. I said, well, I said, how do you deal with that in an interview? You don't want to look like an idiot especially if you're on CNN or something you know and this guy uh, I said so what do you do you know and Larry King said he he said you can never be wrong if you're honest he said you just say i don't know what that is he says just always be honest he said uh, he said that he'd learned that early on in his interviewing career it doesn't matter nobody's yeah. ever mad at you for not knowing anything wow. nobody cares he said just say i don't know he said mm-hmm. and and that worked really well for me in interviewing people i just i just figured yeah why be phony in any way? Why put on a shelf? I don't know. I don't know. Who yeah. gives a shit? You know? I top that off by just making fun of them for using a big word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, Theothesaurus over here. Yeah. What the hell word was that? Yeah, well, you had one earlier that I wanted to write down. Oh, Use a damn word. I didn't know. I should have. I, I should have called myself on it on the spot. Humility yeah. is, uh, I believe, wonderful for the arts.
4: I agree. I,
1: I think. I think it's if you present yourself, you know, you. you it's like. How many songs that are even out there that are about failure, about longing for love? Right. You're, not, you're not getting the love. You're longing for it. And that's when you really, it hits your heart. 9,056.
5: What's that? That's how many. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was not aware of that. So I, I want to talk to you about some of the uh, the titles of your new CD. And working to get this, first of all. It's Danny LaBelle. It's called Some Kind of Comedian. And, uh... It, this is really cool artwork, by the way. And I just wanted to talk about some of these titles. I mean, we, sure. And, oh, geez, we only have two minutes left. Uh, tell me what this means, Gangster South Africa. Were you in South Africa? I was in
5: South Africa doing shows. I did a month of uh, shows in South Africa. And I, I'd say it's the most, most gangster place in the world. You know? Really? And and talking about truth, I love South Africa because there's no bullshit in South Africa. You know how everything is coded, just beautifully coded in bullshit in America, <laughs> just just completely immersed in bullshit, like right. everything. And, and, and we know it intellectually, but we accept the bullshit. Like even in politics, yeah. you watch a politician and they say something and you're thinking, oh, they're saying that for idiots like in middle America <laughs> to believe, but not for me to believe. I right, know what right. they don't really, right. you know. Uh, so there's, now there 's this divide that you now are like i 'm one of the more intelligent people, not these idiots that he 's putting on a, a show for i 'm in showbiz, at least I know showbiz when I see showbiz, exactly. and people interpret the the bullshit of of politics in different ways, but in South Africa they don 't even have that. they just completely remove it. They, you know the the, wow. the pro, Jacob Zuma will go on and, and, uh, and just say some outrageous shit. And everybody's like, Well, he's fucking insane, but he runs to shit, you know? That, there's, there's just there, there's, there's just no phoniness to it, you know. You I love that. In in every way. It was so refreshing. It's like and you it, might go to the store and someone might put a gun to your head and they might kill you at the store. And you know that. And that's just how you go through life. And there's <laughs> that's it. It's dangerous, it's crazy, but it's not covered in bullshit and it's all right in front of you. And it was just like uh it was just sort of like taking away all the, you know, the filters in front the of vineyard. your eyes and just sort of I, I, if I'm shot and robbed, I do not want filters.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just want it flat out. <laughs> you know, let's just get this over. Down with. Over. OK,
5: I appreciated that. I yeah. hope you
1: enjoyed our show. And I that goes for you. I hope you enjoyed being here. Both of you, you. Danny LaBelle, Meredith. Eaton. Thank you. Thanks so much for uh, filling in for Sarah.
4: This was an honor.
1: You looked comfy in that seat. I'm
4: very comfy. And I might be back, Sarah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll go to the other seat. Sarah would never have to stand for that. But uh, I hope you all had a wonderful time today, as, as we did. And um, I've got to just, and I just have, a, like, a, like, a mediocre day. Last, last week I left and sung with Tom Jones. Today I'm just going to go get my wow. hair
5: cut. <laughs> and I would never forgive myself if I didn't ask if I could refill that drink for What? Uh, What? I just like filling
2: cooks.
5: (laughs) See y'all next Wednesday.
0: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network radio worth watching
5: live live
0: from the toad hop network studios
5: in Hollywood this, this is the toad hop